0: I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep. oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, was that a triple stun for the mystic? And welcome back to the Value Pack. And welcome back everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. Uh, I guess we should get this out of the way first. If you watched the tier list, I just want to do this at the very beginning so everybody's aware. If you watched the tier list video, there was actually a mistake on there that Frosty caught after we had published it. Um, Valk?
1: Uh, well, a commenter caught it. Well, you, just you told
0: it. me. Yeah, but you told me. Um, Valk ended up getting put in uh, C, right? It got put in C. Correct, And it should not have been there. So I put it in C. Uh, I don't remember why I put it in C. But I put it in C even though I had it as a C and Frosty had it as a B. So it should have gone in C+. plus. Excuse me. So technically speaking, ITEX, Valk is not the worst class in the game. It's just as bad <laughs> as Maywa and DK. So anyway, if you watch the tier list, Uh, I just wanted to offer that correction real quick. Valk actually should have been in C plus overall with Maywa and DK. Um, still not the best class in the game, but yeah, C plus. Also, I did want to point out, um, just a couple of things that I was hearing about the tier list. One of the things was, um, why aren't the classes, uh, spread out amongst the entirety of the tier list? That's because if we're giving something an F, that means it's like literally dog shit unplayable. And that would be zero of the classes. Zero of the classes are actually, in my opinion, bad to me. (laughs) Except Val. To me, the reason why like the C was our lowest grade is because C is like, this class is struggling. It's a bit of a struggle. It's not doing too hot, but it's not like it's unplayable. It's not like you should stay away from it, right? Like, a C is a C. A C is, you know, exactly what you think a C is if you're thinking back to your high school or college days looking at your grades. Like, it's okay. It's it's okay. You know, it's not good. It's okay. So that's why we didn't spread everything out, you know, put Valk and, and Maywan DK, and F tier and say the shit's garbage, because it's not. Um, Another popular thing that I kept seeing is that This is the worst tier list I've ever seen in my life. It's all opinion. Like, I don't know why (laughs) that's such a confusing thing to understand. Obviously, this is just our opinions on the state of the game. There is no correct tier list. Like, everybody has their own opinion on what the classes should be ranked where. So just because we believe that um, Wizard and Witch are both an S tier class, and you're telling me that Oh no, wizard is actually way worse than Witch. it's actually an a class okay dude like that's your opinion and i respect it i don't agree with it but i respect it i'm not gonna you know ask you to or or, or mock you for putting wizard in a tier like it's just so strange people get so hostile over these things but it's all just opinions man there's no reason to get like upset over these things so
1: well I, you know what? I rewatched the tier list video and actually I hated everything you said. Ooh. So I get it. Uh, no, look, oh. here's the thing. There's the thing is, it is totally opinion. That's what I think a lot of people don't really understand. And I don't think, I think it was generally pretty fair. Like you might, might want to move a class or two, but overall, the tier list was pretty fair. And it wasn't based just on, at least for me, just my opinion. It's kind of what I hear from my friends and the people I know oh. and other people in the community. But, um, I mean, there's always going to be someone that got Valk ulted, like, one too many times, and they'd put Valk <laughs> in an A tier, you know, much, yeah. like in a war. So, yeah, it is what it is. But I think it was pretty good. Uh, my favorite thing, someone left a comment that said that it was a trash tier list, one of the worst he's ever seen. And then, the after he's, this is actually in a completely different thread to not related to the tier list and because someone recommended watching it and he's like oh that was no offense but that was the worst tier list i've ever seen and then the guy was like oh what, what would you put and he literally listed almost the exact same classes we put the only difference is he put valkyre in, in siege i was yeah. like uh okay
0: <laughs> Hold but, on uh, also another thing like uh people kept saying like oh, you should do individual tier lists for 1v1s in large scale and small scale and then average all of those together in another video. Like, Okay, that is why I had the notepad up on the left side. I understand it was a very small portion of the screen, but that's why it was there. So if you were ever confused as to why we were putting something where we were putting it, you could refer to the grades that we gave a class individually, 1v1, large scale, PVE. And aesthetic, but aesthetic didn't weigh anything. It was just purely, you know, for the fun of it, basically. Right. And I, uh, you can make it out from there. You can figure it out from there, basically.
1: I, I'm, I'm gonna try to convince you, Reslar, on our next one to do two lists that are small scale and large scale, and then people can make final grade as they want, and then PVE just fuck it. PVE just because, fuck it. Well, my thing is, is like. I, it is rough mixing in. I like. I understand the the people being a little bit like, well, wait, PVE because it, it's such a different playstyle and affects the class in such a different way. So, for it, waiting on shit is interesting for PvP, right? Because I don't know, people just don't understand, I guess. But I I wouldn't mind separating PVE specifically.
0: I don't think I mind either, as long as we make clear that if we're gonna do a PvP class tier list instead of an overall class tier list it needs to be stated as such. Yeah. Right.
2: Right.
1: For so, sure. So like
0: if we're if we're counting in for everything, then it obviously needs to be put in. But if we say, hey, this is a tier list specifically meant for PvP, we're only gonna be talking about large scale, small scale, and one v ones, then yeah, I mean I'm fine with that too. I don't care either way. But we just need to make clear what we're judging the classes on when we're making the tier list. Yeah. Well, overall it was cool. It was fun. Yeah.
1: It went way longer than
0: it went way longer, which was another complaint, which was kind of weird to me that people were complaining about that because, would you rather us just make a ten minute video where we just slap shit on there, don't explain our opinion at all, and then say fucking deal with it? Like, <laughs> yes,
1: because they, they didn't listen to it anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Most people didn't listen to it, <laughs> but like we actually like took the time to explain why we were giving things the grades we were giving it. And if you actually just sit down and listen to us explaining it, I feel like most people will come out of it going like, yeah, I I, I can see where they're coming from. I may not agree with it, but I can kind of see why they're making the points that they're making. But of course, most people don't do that. Most people just skip to the end and then say, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. You guys are fucking retards. Like,
1: <laughs> Well, I, I love when they don't even hide it. They're like, Saw Warrior and B, stopped watching.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My my favorite thing was after I posted it, like 10 minutes after I posted it, someone commented something to that effect. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, dude, you haven't even watched like 1% of this video. And you're already (laughs) telling me that this whole thing is fucked up. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, it's to be expected. Tier lists are always so, like, stupidly controversial i say stupidly because it shouldn't be because again it's all just opinion based but for some reason people act like my opinion is an affront on their opinion if the opinions are different so they're like i'm being attacked because your opinion's different Ah!" and it's like dude just relax
1: I was having a fucking the time of my life. Oh, you dude. were. Right? I, there's nothing I enjoy more than like arguing on Reddit. So that shit was actually really Yeah, fun. you were like, that whole next day was like Christmas morning. You for were me, like dude. linking, I was opening all these.
0: Yeah, you were like linking evidence. You were like, actually, here's why you're fucking wrong, you idiot. And like linking YouTube videos and shit. <laughs>
1: I'm, I never say that. I don't say fucking, I don't call people. No, idiots. I'm not. Obviously, insulting. but
0: you were. I'm,
1: cond- I'm condescending. <laughs> I'm not. You
0: were. I did see a couple of instances where you were like, "What are you even talking about?" Here's exactly proving you wrong, basically, and then just like a I, YouTube video.
1: Yeah, one of the examples: wizards and witches still think that the the worst at PVE for some reason, right. even though there's a bunch of classes that are way, way, way worse. And <laughs> so, like someone was saying, like, "What? Uh, the PVE is so bad on wizard and witch, like absolute bottom tier. Why would you rank them so high?" And then I was like, "Well." because they're not really bottom tier and i linked like wizard witch like a bunch of videos of them grinding and the trash they get in an hour and he was like yeah exactly proof that they suck and i'm like wait that they're literally only worse than three of the classes the three like op fucking classes in pv and they're better than everybody else right dude.
0: it's like, anyway dude if i can't just spam voltaic pulse and thunderstorm and make as much money as a mystic in history this class is garbage like what do you want from me
1: <laughs> yeah well that's another thing too this is actually not even just necessarily related to the tier list but when when people compare classes it's interesting too that they always not always but a lot of the time they'll compare to the class that's kind of busted like i think it's safe to say that mystic pulling in 3600 trash at 245 with Kudum's probably not fair yeah,
2: so to right. compare it
1: that and be like, wait, how can you say wizard's good if Mystic pulls this? It's like, well, because Mystics busted. I don't know.
0: Um
1: sorry, go on. We should probably no, I was gonna say we should probably move on with
0: with Well I was gonna say on a final note, uh I did see a couple of really good suggestions. Um a couple people were saying well why not add a small scale category? The reason I kind of left it out this time where we tried to kept it in uh last time is because I think small scale is a little hard to define um one commenter uh i saw was like it shouldn't matter if it's hard to find to define as long as it is defined when you rank it and i think that's actually true and that's probably what we should have done in the first place we should have just said we know small scale is malleable and nobody really has a definitive like definition of what it is but here's what we're saying it is and then we should have given it a rank on that as well Uh, which is definitely something that we can do in the future. Another thing that, uh, another good uh, suggestion I saw was class complexity. We definitely Mm -hmm. did touch on that a lot, especially with the classes that were more complex, but giving it an actual uh, visual grade for people who maybe are using the tier list to help them pick the class definitely would have been extremely helpful. So that is also something that uh, we are definitely going to consider doing in the future, but Anyway, yeah, thanks everybody for checking out the tier list. Uh, and thanks everybody for leaving a comment. Even if you were extremely rude, we still appreciate <laughs> it. Um, our guest today, he is a longtime warrior. He is a very uh, well known member of the community, a very good PvPer, is Van Gertz. Welcome, Van Gertz. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me what's up yeah. man now you didn't watch the tier list right you skipped to the end of it and then started complaining about how warrior should be c tier no no and actually my friend <laughs> showed no and my friend showed
3: me a screenshot of the tier list and i said what's what's this and and they were saying that oh it's a tier list that the Valley pack made and i'm like oh okay and i was like why is warrior on b <laughs> 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 and he was like i know right like and and then it, it was a pretty funny experience and then i looked over. I only saw it like the first 15 minutes. I couldn't really watch it at all as much as I wanted to. But then uh, I got really busy. So I didn't really get get a chance to really watch it. Because I like to watch right. your guys' value pack podcast when I'm grinding. Right. So
1: in your opinion, let's go just through the three categories. I'm just kind of curious before we get into everything. Where What do you rate? Just a letter grade. Just one solid letter grade. Where do you rate Warrior and PVE specifically? PVE? Yeah.
3: Uh, like, um, yeah, like a Grinding. like a C plus at least at okay. least C plus. So you think it's worth? It's probably
1: less than Wizard Witch in your opinion. Yeah, a lot less, <laughs> I, a lot less, a lot, a lot less.
3: So I'm making a um a a wish all for uh, for, <laughs> for uh, shot calling in Vertex, right? Oh boy, okay. We need more PAS, right? So right, right. it literally took me just an hour just to spam Voltic and visual wave and all why that not stuff a,
0: why not play a DP Shy?
3: Oh, because <laughs> no, because I because every time like when I'm in the main ball right? Sometimes some some of my guys they can't react fast enough, you know, they can't do the reactionary PA. And at that like at one point I just got so tired of it, I said, fuck it, I'm making a witch. <laughs> like, it got so annoying. All right, I think so... that's
0: why most shot callers play Witch Wizard. They're like, fuck, I'm just so yeah. tired of this. <laughs>
1: So for what about for 1v1s
3: warrior where do you rank? It really depends on the player cuz if you look look mm-hmm. at an average warrior and from a good warrior it's like day and night, right? It's yes. definitely day and night and they they move around with their awakening with head chase like so much compared to like like w- like a good warrior they would use head chase to either close the gap or i-frame a cc and swap to awakening and just do protection movements every like every now and then, but all these normal warriors they just like to spam he- head chase and they don't keep track of their iframe cooldown and mm-hmm. and there's that you can definitely tell right away if if they spam head chase just to move around so
1: so if so if they're head chase warriors, you'd put them at a d where do you put the non head chase
3: warrior oh like a um uh let's see I'd probably put them in b plus Okay, you can see that. I feel like if you're a really good warrior and you have the
1: gear to kill somebody, you're pretty much capable of killing every class, but you guys have some disadvantages, right? And yeah. I imagine, like, what what are some of your bad matchups from your
3: perspective? Oh, man. I think, for me personally, I think tamers are really hard to fight because their grab is just so quick, and it's really hard to visually see you where where they grab you and and where they miss their grab right because i play with effects off and i always look for hand movements and all that stuff so tamers are so tiny so it's kind of hard to see their hands and they're just moving around all over the place and another class is it's actually it's sorg for me it's tamer than sorg because sorg can just iframe and iframe and iframe and like i'd really time the, these iframes and like other other classes other people just say spam slows and, like. Yeah, I'm trying to, but they're these these Sork's players. They they position themselves where they iframe frame like in a certain way that uh, their next skill, which is a front guard, is gonna just you know mitigate that damage and they won't get debuffed. So I'm like really right. really trying my best just to apply that slow because that's that's the only thing that really counters them in my opinion.
1: And then large scale overall
3: grid. Oh, large scale. Whew. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a. That's
1: a that's a C plus. Oh, C plus, pretty good. That's higher than I thought you'd say. I think I said C. Right? Yeah, said, I think we said.
0: Or, oh, C, oh, okay. I think we said yeah. C for large scale specifically. I know we overall we gave it a B, but I think we gave uh, Warriors one v one. I think we gave it an A. I think. Let me double check that.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I might have said A. I can't remember.
0: Hold on, let me check.
3: Either way, it was fine. So C plus.
0: Yeah, Warrior
1: Warrior
3: Large Warrior Large Scale, like once you go in, you really can't get out because as soon as you turn your back against the enemy, they're just gonna CC you. And
0: so large scale, we gave Warrior a C. For PvE, we gave Warrior a B. And for 1v1, we gave Warrior an A.
2: Okay.
3: So so we're pretty yeah, in line with yeah, what same so it's, it's still close, you know, it's still one off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so when you're moving out, once you go in, you basically can't get out because your protected movement is the forward guard. So once you're in, your back's turned to a bunch of people who are trying to CC. Correct. So you're kind of you're kind of boned. What about once you're like in the ball? If you don't want to get out, like you're engaging in the ball. Is it is it bad or viable or do you have a rotation that actually is pretty like you can
3: stay up, uh. Just all you, all you can really do is just spam grave digger slashing and ground smashing. That's that's pretty much it. You just gotta uh, and, rely on your healers to really look out for you and protect you, because when you're in there, your block is already fucking busted. So <laughs> you can't just uh, you can't you can't block any incoming attacks. Pet chase will only do so much, but you know how laggy and desinky it gets with large scale and big fights, big siege fights, big normal fights. It's pretty hectic, right. Um
1: all right, so let's get into just the basics real quick. Let's start from the beginning. You started playing BDO. How long ago? How long have you been playing, and have you taken any? Oh
3: uh, since beta, I only played for uh for a good month. Then I stopped playing because I just didn't like the way Warrior was on actually. <laughs> like, believe it or not, I didn't like Warrior at first. I didn't like the game in general. It was just too much information to take in, even though I had a friend of mine that was just guiding me through. Yeah. So, but I've been basically playing Warrior from the start. I took a break, like a like a like a couple of months break during Prima madaya Then I came back with with the awakening when we got our awakening and even then it was still hard like at that point i was trying to figure out if i want to play warrior or musa but then i just eventually stuck stuck with warrior because of how uh at the time it was pretty linear you know nobody knew how to really combo and everything was just okay at the time so i stuck with warrior right and um you're you're
1: in yeah. Vertex, right? And you've been in Vertex for a a long time now. Like you're an OG oh, Vertex I person. You stuck with. I wouldn't say I'm things? an OG.
3: I've definitely seen them around longer than I've been in the guild. I've only been in the guild for about a year and or so, but they've been around since okay. like since the start since Udani and I think Sav since they made it like at the beginning of the game.
1: Right. And you guys are back in siege again, right? And you're their shot.
3: Yeah, so I'm—I wouldn't say I'm their main shot caller. I just shot call when things get heated. I like to think I'm the main shot caller, but I just, you know, do my own thing, try to move the the ball around.
2: Yeah. Do you
1: have you always shot called for them, or like like back when Vujanovic? No, was in never, shot- never.
3: <laughs> Dude, those guys were gods. Like I was, there was no reason for me to step in. I like the way they shot call. But for the most part, I was just, uh, just in the battlefield. I was just a soldier, not doing anything. Well, not, not, not like that. But you know, I wasn't stepping in for them. I was just being a soldier.
1: Dude, shot calling is nerve wracking. We did a whole episode on shot
2: calling. Who, who are your favorite shot
1: Obviously, callers?
3: Obviously, Sasha, and um, who else? There is a third one. I just forgot. Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, dude, I hate my shit. Yeah, I, I think those two. And obviously, Vidani and Sasha. I think Sasha is... It's only funny to hear Sasha for, like, the first 30 minutes. I don't know how these... But after that point, like, it, it gets pretty, like, tiresome, you know, because it's just a guy just screaming at your ear, which is funny, you know? Like, res, all respects to Sasha. I'm not throwing shade or anything at him, but he's a he's a really good shot caller for sure yeah
1: yeah i when I was in there i mean that's the thing too. Is like you see all these highlight videos and stuff of him saying really funny shit, but he also is like really really
3: yeah good. he really is i def- i i watched one of uh jackie Felix's uh vods like like a month ago or so when I was still trying to figure out like how to shot call right like how to get back into it. And I was just basically stealing his lingo, his terminology, and all that stuff, just so I can get a general idea of how this thing works with like with like the new current meta and all these new classes that are coming in. This guy is he macro manages a lot of things, so really just props to him. He, and he didn't do the ASMR Shaw calling. No, like, no, no, not at all. <laughs>
1: Dude, that was my favorite, man. Like, it, I actually thought Vudani's calling was really cool. Like, the fact that, I mean, one of the things that we talked about is like, it's crazy to me that you could have, like, be that calm and talk. Like, basically, you're just talking and everyone's still listening
3: mm-hmm. like perfectly. Which... Yeah, it's crystal clear. And it's, it was a, it was, I had a good time just being by his side, fighting alongside of him with his shot calling. I wish. So I've never I, heard heard Sov. Oh. Uh It's 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 the same. It's basically the same from from what I remember. Because I um, when I was in Vertex a year ago, I couldn't make no awards, but I could make Siege. So I only they were the only two that were really shock calling, and for the most part, they were they sounded pretty much the same. In terms of like right. just being calm and collective. And still able to macromanage a lot of things and keep the ball keep the main ball moving.
0: I'm sure this is an unpopular opinion, but I still think like people should pay credit to Lakari for what he did like at the time. Cause like people just didn't like micromanage like they do now, like the best shot callers now, right? Like, people didn't really do that. It was just about getting asses in gear. And I think at that time, Lucari was doing that better than, like, everybody else, basically. At least that's my opinion.
1: Was he their 100% main shot caller? I thought he wasn't. Lucari? I guess I don't know. No, no, Lucari in man-up.
0: No, he was. Oh, okay. I mean, and again, like, I know, like, him compared to, like, the other people, right? Him compared to Vudani or him compared to Sasha, like obviously it's no context or no contest, but if you put him in context of the, the state of BDO, like whenever man up was at its prime, and like I would honestly argue that the reason why like shot calling became so much more than what it was was because of the dominance of man up, really. Like, people couldn't just run it, man up, and win because they just out-geared everybody. So people had to learn to get smart and develop, like, new tactics and shit. I
3: don't know. Just my opinion. Yeah, I I see what you mean.
0: I wonder
1: what Korean shot-calling is like. Like, honestly, I wonder if they have an aggressive style or if they just RBF or if they're organized. That... I whenever I watch their sieges or clips from it, I swear it just looks like they're RBF and I have no <laughs> idea what's going
0: on. There's like
1: really? not a wall. They're just like engaging. <laughs> I swear that's how it looks, but I
3: don't know. Oh man, that's that's a yikes.
1: I mean they're like they're all three hundred and eighty DP anyway, right? So it doesn't even matter. They're like I don't know what PA does. It gives us one third of our the DP we already
0: have. You're right then. Fucking, uh, dude, T1s are pretty RBF like actually, at least from early, early glance into it. It's pretty like, uh, I don't know, you kind of walk around in a group, but there's no actual like group fighting really. It's just kind of like, yeah, everybody just kind of do whatever you want. Really? Again, from our early experience, like we, like the way we figure it, we're just now coming into the T1 scene because we're tired of either getting no fights because dead drops or getting killed by siege guilds on T2s. So we decided to go to T1s. And from our thought process, it's like, what really is the purpose of grouping if your people are just better than the other people? Like, there's there's not much benefit to it when you can just have people be 1vxing off to the sides, picking off little groups of people, right? Two, three people. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's an argument to be made, but so far we're just kind of having fun like RBFing and we've been performing surprisingly well without, with little to no coordination. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I still think that that's a perfectly
3: good time to actually build guild synergy between you guys and just figure out how everybody plays individually.
0: Oh um, yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. that's
3: that's what I'm trying to do uh, in Vertex is have these guys try, try to know where... Like a like a lot, so uh, we can just have everyone know how we you know how we you know play as a team and all that stuff, right? Because that's one of our weakest points is just being moving as a ball and just responding to like really like like hectic shit where like a tamer just comes in and just completely wipes us for no freaking reason because somebody couldn't react in time or nobody could have scouted. The tamer coming in, but when you see someone go in like balls deep into your ball, you know that this man is hungry for some fucking kills and he's ready to fucking die. Yeah, I you know, know
0: that person's so, got a yeah, hundred. Yeah,
3: dude. Nothing <laughs> is stopping him, not even slows.
0: <laughs> but like, yeah it's, it's always funny whenever you see a zerker just like lava piercing into your group, you're like hundred, hundred, hundred. <laughs> it's like pa once, p once, P1s
3: burning like yeah three p like six pas and because of a giant but i feel like for me <laughs> for me right like since i just transitioned to this to this witch it's not a full reroll it's just for siege and Nova, right having me mm-hmm. just just to react and incoming a, like a giant or a tamer just having at least some people stay alive is pretty good because there's a lot of guilds that just have those really good RBF player skirmishers in their guilds, right, that that just suicide in and just completely kill off, like, 10 of our players and vice versa.
1: Yeah, and it gets everyone frustrated, too. Like, that's the thing, is you got to, like... I don't know. Get people used to that shit because I know in in our guild, if a tamer kills five people in the back and it happens more than once, they all start getting like, "Why? No one's protecting our backs. What the fuck? Like we can't pa, we can't be with the group because we're getting killed by tamers, and you're not doing anything about it." It's like,
3: well, like, and like, I feel like they blame those shock collar for that too. And there's so much that mm-hmm. we can really see and do. It's it's at that point, it's a individual player skill that yeah it, it's really on you at the end of the day so if you're saying that oh we're getting flanked from the side all right we'll do what we can but if and if it's still coming and like you see the shot caller just focusing the 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 enemy that's like one render distance away having like yelling out like there's a flanker coming like it just you know it throws people off right so right. And the, everybody's going to be looking either left or right, trying to focus that one one player that's going to suicide in. And next thing you know, the, their main ball is coming in, and we're getting wiped from the other side.
0: There's nothing worse than, like, your whole guild is, like, moving somewhere, and then somebody goes, there's a ninja coming in. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, <laughs> that tells us nothing. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Their army's on their way. Like, yeah. all right. From where? Like we're now we're spinning a (laughs) circle, looking around. No, the
0: my the worst thing is is when you tell people like, listen, if you're gonna call something out, make sure you call it with like a direction or something. And so they take that, they go, okay, okay. Their guild's grouping on the road. It's like okay, (laughs) that's better. Better. better, They're coming in from
1: the left. All right, the left. What direction are you facing currently so we know yeah. what direction the left is? We, okay, you're facing south. You're fl- okay, got it. They're coming from the east. <laughs> Your
0: base is on top of a mountain. They're like they're climbing up the mountain? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I feel like every guild struggles with that and it's just funny because I I don't think there's like a perfect way to fix that solution cuz it's just going to happen every now and then, but really just minimizing that uh, problem would really benefit the guild
0: yeah but you know we make fun of you know the 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 majority but shot callers do a lot of fucked up shit too one of the things that noah does a lot is he cannot get his direction straight so he'll be like everybody go west and then like half of us start going west and then he's running east he's like wait no east east sorry east <laughs> east look east and it's like oh my god
3: i de- I definitely do that sometimes so i'm not gonna lie i it's it's still it's kind of it hard to it happens. yeah it's hard <laughs> man but it, the, the best way to fix that is just realizing like you know where you fuck up right right
2: yeah, it's
1: also hard when you're dead or on the ground or in observed mode. It makes it a little bit more difficult. Your perspective is all like thrown off. Sure. Um, yeah, shot calling's a bitch, man. It's like we always describe it. It's like it's a thankless gig. Like unless you're one of the two or three best on the whole server, everyone hates your shot calling. Yeah,
3: it's. I like it though. At the end of the day, it keeps me going. It you know, I don't really. Have a lot of thing that motivates me in this game other than shot calling. So if I wasn't shot calling for this guild, I probably wouldn't be at on as much. I would probably still be like PVPing, attending node wars or siege. But for the most part, shot calling is what is keeping me around. You'd be playing classic WoW. Oh yikes! Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: and there's yeah. nothing worse. There's <laughs> nothing worse than like. People not listening, dude. That's the fucking worst. Cause it's like, how like what 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 can I do? Like if I tell people to group here and at the end of the day they're just not grouping here, what what am I supposed to do? You know, unless you're in like a super hardcore guild like Black Rose, right? And Sasha just kicks those people. Like, what are you supposed to do? You know? <laughs> yeah, there's uh also when
3: you know, we, when we call people to retreat, even after already like pre-planning like where we're we gonna retreat, like from the west or east or anything, like there's still people that retreat from a different direction, and then some people, I, I don't know, accidentally follow that player that's going in the opposite direction where the main ball is going, and also the terrain is what really fucks people up from what I've seen in Vertex. Uh, there's just a lot of barricades a lot of like especially when we plan in calpheon like in the north and like north calpheon there's a lot of shit in the way so when people like get stuck they like panic and just go in a different way (laughs)
2: like
3: like, why am i stuck
1: (laughs) i'm just imagining that that scene in the beginning of uh the disney movie of bugs life where the fucking leaf falls on the ground in front of the ant line and the <laughs> ant looks at the leaf he's like look around and he just screams i'm <laughs> lost <love!" laughs> yo
3: my friend somebody in vertex actually linked that clip and and just started blaming <laughs> everybody in the guild when we lost that node war because we just couldn't we didn't like these guys just couldn't know where to go
1: yeah so speaking of vertex you guys got a lot stronger so we actually fought you guys last week we were in like a
3: 2v1. Yeah, I think it was 2v1.
1: Was there a third kill? I can't remember. No, it was uh, 2v1. No.
3: It was us against Filter and
1: Hex. Hex and Filter. Yeah, so you guys got like a semi-merger from yeah. Hate. Like that That boosted you guys a lot. Because if I remember correctly, right after that, you guys had that uh, drama-filled stalemate with Vexus. I was merking in Vexus that day. <laughs> on valencia remember were you there yeah for that one? i was you there must've... i
3: didn't know exactly what was going on with the diplo but vexus we just got tired of vexus's bullshit and <laughs> and how like they were like saying for sure man we'll, we'll we'll promise you the castle next week and then this is not the first time it happens by the way this happened like months ago so they promised us one thing then something happens that's out of their control and we're sitting there with our dicks out like where's our castle dog like what Where's the promise? Like, and we just, uh, we just got tired of that shit. Right. And it's one of the reasons why that happened on that day, why we did it. And on that day I was shot calling And I just got so frustrated because Vexus wasn't doing like what we wanted them to do. At that point, I just said, fuck it. We're going to lead this shit. Tell Vexus to do this shit while we do this other shit. And it was just a blender right. for, for two hours and 30 minutes. And, that like that really just put a strain and like it stressed me the fuck out because I wasn't having fun at that point right, and that's why right. that's why that happened. And at that point, when we try to kill them right and take the region, we like we were fucking burnt out, man. It was just a stressful day for us because we didn't like getting fucking blender like that. We're not we're not fucking dogs like them. We're not gonna <laughs> for- go around for
1: context uh vexus and ver or sorry yeah Vex- vexus and vertex had to 2v1 against black rose in the castle for 2 hours and 30 minutes <laughs> it was awful
3: <laughs> that shit is not fun dude i even told one of our guys who are, who is in charge of cross comms like tell vexus to fucking man up tell sasha that we want the region now just so we can get this shit over with right? right everybody yeah, wants but- to go home
1: br needs their stormtroopers dude that's how the that's the trade-off like yeah we'll give you the castle give give our whole front page stormtrooper and you can have the castle
3: we didn't know we just (laughs) i think the deal was like take one of our gates down and the region's yours and during that node war or sorry siege uh br actually ctg'd on our base and that's how we managed to get into like the gate, like the past the first right. gate and kill the second gate. We thought they were just gonna leave at that point, but no, they ended up staying even an hour just to get stormtroopers. Yeah.
1: You think if they didn't I was thinking about this. Not not to I probably I guess it would make Bexus and Vertex look bad, but if Black Rose didn't C T G there we were not taking their gate, were we? Um no I don't, so. <laughs> I don't
2: think so i don't no, think i don't think we
3: made like no
1: progress yeah, dude no. i was just like oh what's happening Then like, "Wait, yeah
3: what was going on your end like what, what did you guys hear because
1: well i was i was in the flex so like we had we were kind of separate comms but um i don't know it was just like after a while i was just sitting there like what what is happening dude like what why is this a right. thing?
3: Nobody nobody enjoys getting farmed two hours. We made no progress in, in like in the first 30 minutes, and we made some little progress throughout the siege, but for the most part, it was just not fun at all. Like it wasn't nobody enjoyed it besides Br.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um anyway, so <laughs> uh, outside of having to fight against Black Rose, Vertex is is a lot stronger. So I, I'm kind of curious, not it doesn't need to be drama-filled, necessarily. But from from your point of view, where does Vertex rank now amongst the the top, like, seeds? Like, where Ooh. do you guys put Vertex in your mind? I, I know, it's a little Ooh. bit drama, but it's fun I feel like I got a
3: corrupt filter on my neck right now <laughs> just waiting to, like, say, like, we are better than them, and, and like, we're better than Madnub and better than Bassie. In my opinion, we, like, everybody has their off-and-on days, right? We we recently lost to corrupt like I think it was either this week or last week in a node war. In a one v one, that was that was the day that like I just got tired of everyone's fucking shit like reacting slow when I call for pa's, and that that encouraged me to make a witch. So I think I think on a good day we're definitely. Oh, shit. I can hear the shadow play coming and all the Sony Vegas happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're definitely top five. You think you're top yeah. five? Okay. So here, uh, let's give.
1: All right. So the five, let's just say the five would be, or the first four, obviously, Black Rose, Barcode, Cho, and Snake, right? Like those four are just kind of a whole nother level from everybody else, which is fair, right? Would you, yeah. those four? But then after that, you have I think the next three closest, in my opinion, would be Mana, Vexus. Yeah, and so Rutex. everybody's
3: like, like those guys, like everybody, including us, right? Mana, uh, Bassy. Well, I don't think Bassy's stronger than us, or yeah. So we can just fuck them, anyways. <laughs> Jeez, <There's>, uh... <laughs> that's the shadow play, right yeah, there. That's the there shadow <laughs> We're just we're just yeah. gonna get Serg. It's not gonna be a one v one. They're not gonna one v one us. Whatever. Right, <laughs> that's how it goes. So uh-uh. so the top five is is uh, Vertex, corrupt, and Mana. Everybody has their off days and you know their good days. So that's uh, that's basically my ranking list.
1: All right. So you think you think corrupt's up there with you guys? Yeah.
3: All right.
1: I mean Node War's a little bit different than Siege though, right?
3: It it definitely is. I feel like so during the day where we fought Corrupt in the 1v1, it was a uh, 60 man known and those guys have some good fucking skirmishers. I'm not gonna lie, these these guys and these guys have like like RBF gods who just RBF all day or every now and then, right? Who already know how to skirmish mm-hmm. around. See, our problem that day was just that people were, were people were suicided in our pack and just managed to kill like a couple of us, right? And those those couple were witches were our pas and that's what really got me annoyed and i couldn't really say much to my guild like what's going on you know like stop getting killed you know do your best and just try to stay with the ball but corrupt definitely i think correct definitely shines in like in a smaller no door scale fight like in a 50 v 50 because they got their guys just suicide in there and just going for kills
1: Yeah, and they have a, they recently got a new, well, not, I don't know how recently, but semi recently got a new shot collar. I think the old lead shot collar for Vixens is their shot collar.
3: If
1: I'm not mistaken. So that helps a lot when your shot collar gets people in line. Definitely
3: does. But um, but for the most part, yeah, I think those three guilds are top five on a, like, on a good day
1: so our vertex and cho still be that's a uh, classified information
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude. i was were you there when uh, it was black Rose and barcode versus Cho Nation vertex? I imagine you probably were oh we had so Mm -hmm.
3: many like fights like you gotta tell
1: so this was this was the last
3: fight before vertex oh and winters left so Vudani left a a week after that siege happened right Mm -hmm. and i think um when that siege happened right where we lost just because we had this guy call for us and it was just I'm not gonna lie. It was it was like, and he, he knows this, right? We already talked about this. Everybody in the guild. So it's kind of like if we bring it up now, it's kind of like, I'm not trying to offend anybody in this guild or trying to offend him, right? We don't want. I don't. I don't want him to think that the reason why the guild got even worse was because of his experience in that day, right? Because he was leading us right. during during that siege. But for the most part, um, it was it was uh, pretty bad definitely took a loss there but even though we took a loss we were still like fairly strong like competing with like like you know man up and bassy i don't think corrupt was still you know in calpheon like they were a calpheon like a real siege guild at the time i don't know i at the time i wasn't really like into like diplo right i wasn't into like Mm. guild politics or anything like that so my my information is like very limited
1: when are you guys going to sit on Valencia with Chonation for 10 weeks? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just... Dude, yeah, I, I feel like... I, that hatred, that rivalry was fun, though. Like, it, the four guilds, like, kind of hating each other. Well, I guess all of them. I don't know, man. The, the Those fights were some of the most fun. It was funny, because at the time, I was in Black Rose. And we had just lost to you guys mm-hmm. twice. Like, because remember, the two weeks before that, we lost the two v two. Barcode got killed by Cho like pretty quickly. Yeah, when we were fighting Vertex, and then. We had the the fight before that where Haste showed up with you guys. So everyone from Black Rose was pissed that it was supposed to be a 2v2 and ended up being a 2v3. (laughs) And then, so I just remember like the rivalry. But the fights were like, I I remember going into that third fight where Black Rose and Barcode actually won. Leading into it, I was like, why are we running this back? We got clapped so hard last time. Oh no. And then we ended up winning and it was actually like this crazy moment of like, holy shit.
3: Yeah, like. I th- I think the s- the second to last fight we had against Black Rose and Barcode was uh I think Barcode was right in the middle of everybody right a middle mm-hmm. of like uh, like we were in the south and Cho Nation was in the north and Barcode was just right in the middle and that's that's when that's when you, that's what w- sorry that's when you Barcode ended up getting wiped like really hard like in under like twenty minutes or so yep. because they were just right in the middle and Black Rose took. Took for you know, they had to walk a couple distance to really just be in the fight, but during that time, he was still shot calling too. The guy that uh, you know, was shot calling the last siege before everything Mm -hmm. disbanded.
2: Yeah, those are epic,
1: man. I miss, I was like kind of sad when uh, I when I found out that people were like leaving Vertex, I was like, wait, what? Like, that's crazy. I know that was more crazy to me than the man up just because vertex people were at least like active and they had like, uh, I don't know. They felt like a part of the scene and they changed territories pretty often. They weren't just sitting in Valencia for 54 weeks. Whereas it was like man ups leaving. It's like that just means Valencia is open. Like It's not like anyone ever really saw them at sea. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It was crazy to me. That was a, but you guys rebuilt, man. You guys we're, are back. We're trying. You have a new collar. Mm-hmm. You have a, a whole new fresh look. Haste had to die to make you guys strong. That's <laughs> alright.
3: Haste definitely helped us a lot. I'm not gonna take that away from them. Yeah. So Did... we're we're really grateful for them to come over and help us out when when we needed them. Does, does, uh, BGR,
1: does... is Bajer with you?
3: Yeah, he's with us.
0: So since Haste is now with you guys, are you guys gonna start dropping on T uh, two forty mans? Uh, we we do.
3: We uh recently. I think that's what we've been doing the past uh, couple weeks. Is we've been planning. We we've always want to plan a fight on our main days, right?
0: Shocker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But nobody comes. So during our snipe days, it's snipe days are usually our quote unquote like big fights, right? And our main days are snipe days, right? So it's like back and it's like reverse. Right and and and, it, and like it, it sucks because we want to still build the team synergy amongst us, right? We want to get stronger. We want to see how people react. Because rewind, it once-
0: rewind back to the beginning of this podcast when I said something along the lines of, "Yeah, we're tired of either getting no fights with dead drops or fighting siege guilds on fucking t2s." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I <laughs> hey,
3: man, it's we we. I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not the one that's planning.
1: Can't can't we get a huge like a full community agreement that if you're if you're a top ten guild, like if you're in siege, like somewhere ranked in the top ten, that when you place on 30 and 40 minutes, it's on T3 or T4. That way you guys always have fights with each other and not clash.
3: Yeah, I think I think they just gotta reduce the amount of node wars there there are. So everybody can just have a big cluster fight I don't know. I, they I just, feel
0: need, yeah, they I just need the force siege guilds on T3s and 4s like it should have been from the first fucking place. Less
1: less nodes would be nice, too. Especially if they redistributed the pay to all the nodes and made them pay more. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's kind of a lot of nodes to choose from every single day.
0: Like, honestly, just make it to where if you plant on a T2 or a T1, you can't plant for siege for that week. Like, there you go. I just solved no wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: We, we, for us, we don't, we don't like fights where it's just a complete team roll. We just, we want to have a good fight.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, we can move on. Let's go. Let's get back to warrior stuff because some some warrior shit's been going down these last few weeks. And you went out of your way, being the the one v one BSL god that you are, went out of your way to test some of these new changes. Um, so warrior succession came out two weeks ago. We had a we had a dark night on, but he was pretty excited. Etsu was excited to hear about the succession stuff. Just you know maybe one day DK'll get changes. Um yeah. <laughs> but at the time while we didn't have that many that that much information about it. People were still like trying it out or on global labs, but you put out a pretty long video of you one v one ing against Phoenix, Ninja Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. And you tested did you test uh in PvE at all or was it just PvP? PvP. Just PvP. Okay. So you tested one V1s. So did you do anything else besides one V one? No, that's pretty much it. All right, so what were your thoughts on succession?:
3: It's overall. So man, where do I start? It's definitely different. It's not made for players who are already used to awakening, but you can definitely switch to succession. It's a choice, you know, you're not being forced to at the end of the day, right? right i th- I feel like succession was made for console players and for players who are. Fairly new to the game that uh, that don't want to put the amount of hours and effort into learning like high inputs, high APMS, and learning like when to cancel. Because ever since we got that canceling mechanic back in January for warriors, it it really like it, it really made us more mechanical. Like you could it 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 basically uh, widened the gap of a of a normal warrior to a really strong uh pvp focus warrior right so with this succession you can't really uh you can't really cancel but you'll still do a lot of damage with just doing your standard combo like grab and scars into ground smash or scrounge smash into scars of dusk or uh, grab into spinning slash and actually i think they recently put this and with the new buffs you can actually do spinning slash and shield strike like the the last hit which is like the strongest hit and it does so much damage it's actually insane but for for the most part from it's it's like it really cuts a lot of corners it does a lot of damage from little to no effort right so i feel like these guys are definitely trying to appeal to the more casual players who i just want to get on do decently you know in large scale or 1v1s and still be able to compete with like players who already put like so many hours into the awakening skill tree. But if you ask me like what's better overall, obviously it's awakening because it's more skilled, right? Succession mm-hmm. is something for more like a like a I guess more of a casual player that still is able to compete but won't really like uh compete with awakening players are able to just do all these crazy combos crazy skills and uh now
1: do you think it's always going to be like that or after it's like actually live on server that it'll be more competitive
3: with awakening oh in terms of that it, it see it's still on the global lab test server so it's not officially done right anything can change like you uh you weren't able to do spinning slash into shield strike like on the third hit right you couldn't couldn't be able to do that now you're able to do it and that's that that's probably one of our strongest combos right there it's it's a strong burst and
0: they're trying to make it it seems like they're trying to make it flow better
3: yeah so yeah definitely and it's still we won't know i i don't know for sure if this might be the last boss we get or it might not who knows? Maybe as they buff other classes, they'll notice like, hey, uh, how is Warrior going to be able to really initiate on, let's say, Rangers, like big AoE or big AoE burst? We got to, you know, compensate of what how these players can move around in certain scenarios when they're put in that situation. Right. Right. But that's just giving too much hope for these guys. <laughs> I don't want to give them too much hope. You know, it's just I'm not like I said, like I want to be optimistic. Right. Just to be positive and look what we got. We got slight buffs. It's not. It's the the class is pretty much still the same. From what I've heard, for PVE actually, it still competes with Awakening and Stars and Sethian actually had the time to test the PVE and uh, the with the uh, succession versus the Awakening. It was pretty much the same thing for the most part. He was still getting the same trash loot, and he was rocking. Nice. He was rocking the same gear as what he had in the live servers. So.
1: That's good. So the PvE is still. How, how is the movement? Because that's the thing I've heard a lot about. Because head, you don't have head chase in succession. And as we were talking about early on, people love head chase. Like, mm-hmm. warriors, especially people that are not as good at warrior, love spamming head chase. It's nice, quick movement. It's unprotected, but it, it is nice to get around with. So without that, do you feel like you're like stuck on like railroad tracks are you able to move
3: we, well we actually got a buff that gave us uh, uh i guess uh, it's really hard to say if it's a shitty version of head chase we basically got, got head chase on awakening you know that little little uh, side dash we do not 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 the not the shift roll but like the like the uh a then left like that weird like strafe we do on the yeah, left and the is right is it the shield one the weird like shield slide thing yeah, I think so. I, I'm not sure what it's no, called. No, are you
0: talking about left or right and left click?
3: hmm Sideways cut. Sideways. Uh, no, not sideways left cut. Left cut. Not sideways cut. It's uh, le- left and right LMB. It's like it's like a the straight, shimmy. like the, the shimmy, shimmy. Yeah, the shimmy. Yeah. yeah the shimmy. Okay. Yeah. So that that has an iframe every five seconds. What? Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> no one's yeah. talking about that. No, it's 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 pretty big. So these guys in the Warrior Discord, they say that it's shit, but I tell them. Bro, it's it's on the global live test server. The ping is horrible. Everybody's like moving around everywhere, so it's really hard to test. We won't know for sure until it goes to the live servers. But for now, I think it's really fucking good that we actually got a fucking iframe in our pre awakening, right? Yeah,
2: because that's that's, that's
3: cool. we we mitigate a lot of damage if we're able to time everything right with that skill. And it doesn't even it costs stamina, but it doesn't cost that much stamina. It they also increase the distance of it. Of that's the, crazy. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah
0: so, so it moves like most, head chase? And, kind of feels like it. And most importantly, that skill flows naturally into counter. Yep.
3: So you got the counter counter damage with the, the iframe. So it's it's really yeah. nice.
0: It's, you can it's, flow it into a counter uh, spinning slash, for that, instance. That came on
1: this week's Global Lab Changes. Yes. The iframe? Nice. Okay, uh-huh. well, see, that's good. So they're listening to the feedback, they're, which means, I don't know should be happy about
2: that that's good <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, just, that's good yeah that's good no, yeah go ahead allow
0: me to give you my my thoughts uh Vanguard, and see if maybe you agree i was thinking whenever the skills first like were released and everybody was talking about them to me it felt like the secession was meant to be like better at large scale and then worse at 1v1 as compared to the opposite for The Awakening. Does that seem like it could be the case to you as well, or do you think it's just kind of something else? Uh, If we're going the same
3: route right now, because they recently added this buff that every time you get hit on your shield stance, you get like an additional plus 5 DP buff, and it stacks up to... it stacks up to, like, 10, if I remember correctly. Either It's either 5, 8, or 10. I don't know. I don't know for guys. sure.
1: Was that not my idea except proximity? Basically, yeah. God, that's awesome.
3: That's, that's really cool. That's so great, right? But, you know, these... Yeah. <laughs> now, is that only well, in Secession,
0: well, or is that both? No Secession. So yeah, do see, you... dude, like, that's... See, Frosty, this is what I've been saying the whole time. Like, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. dude, Secession is meant to be a node war spec for warrior i'm telling you
1: i get what you're saying but i i think that's how it's turning out but i don't think their intention is that it's supposed to be bad in 1v1 comparatively i don't think that they're going out of their way to. i don't think so
0: either but i think that
1: maybe maybe their main focus right now is node war and siege since that's like the well yeah but
0: here's the thing warrior awakening is fine in 1v1s right can we agree that at the least it's fine if not powerful Right. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. does it struggle in? It struggles in large scale. So they say, OK, well, we're coming out with this new class system. What if we make this new class system more focused around large scale? That way, warriors that want to play warrior but want to focus on large scale can still do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's that far fetched
1: well except that you have to use a skill reset to swap so you don't get to have both worlds right you have to pay money to have one or, or the yeah, other, yeah
0: which again enforces or, or or reinforces my idea right they're like oh and we can make money off of this absolutely that's what we're gonna do
2: <laughs> I, mean, I
1: i don't know I, I don't think that they're i think once they feel they're comfortable in whatever they're doing that they'll try to balance it in 1v1 or once people figure it out it'll probably end up being good in 1v1s also
0: Just i diff- would not be surprised if they basically made warrior like witcher wizard
3: i don't i don't think they will i don't think that they're gonna tweak at uh, the 1v1 I mean-
1: they already didn't by giving it that iframe because they could have given Magical Evasion an iframe a year ago. <laughs> yeah, but on maybe a maybe, maybe
0: they give uh Earth's response an iframe in what was there in which uh secession? I mean we don't know. You know, who knows? So yeah,
3: probably. maybe. These guys, these fast. guys just wants to from what I've seen right now, these guys just wanna make you pick a pick a class, like pick pick a playstyle, right? So you're you're you're, right. you're gonna play a class that's slow but does decently well and no doors or large scale, you know, you press scars, right? It does a lot of damage, plus you get front guard, or you know, you do ground smash, it, it does a lot
0: of damage. Or See, you can play go ahead not to not to jump ahead, but from my understanding of the ranger secession, th- does that not look like it's going to be a lot more useful compared to normal ranger in node wars rather than 1v1 oh for sure
1: no it definitely does but i i think that that's just inherent to like what the pre-awakening was i i don't necessarily think it's like because it's not like they made design changes all they did is just give a bunch of range skills damage you know
0: and protections
1: (laughs) on the ranger well, and some protection, yeah. But also, in large scale, isn't movement huge? And right now, the current Ranger succession, also not to get ahead, doesn't have any additional movement at all. And you kind of need some movement for large scale. Like, Warrior at least has that. Ranger doesn't yet. So I, I don't really know. I, it's hard to say. I, who, I don't know I don't know what the plan is as far as 1v1 or Siege, or if they're even thinking about it. I'm actually kind of curious, though, Vangrids, and maybe you have a better idea of this since you've been spending time with it and made a video and, People have been talking about it and you're in the warrior Discord are they getting any feedback whatsoever from the community are they or is it just like ticket submissions through the Global Labs channel and have you submitted feedback through there at all?
3: From what I've seen no they we haven't apart from the feedback discord that everybody submitted and everybody was mm-hmm. talking about that that's the only thing we submitted uh there's uh there's some players who do like find bugs and you yeah, uh, know in the class, and they just submit it. But for the most part, it doesn't, they don't really like tell them, like, oh, we should do this, buff this or that, you know, to make the class viable. They don't do that. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, maybe for now, when you put in these videos, you got to put a little, hey, if you don't like this, here's the, where you go to set feedback on the global labs. Cause I, I wonder if they're even going to listen to people if no one's saying anything, cause everyone's complaining on Reddit. Which is great, except I, I wonder if they even read anything on there, you know?
3: We, I we, bet they do. We we They probably do. There's probably like one or two guys in the dev community, or in, in the dev team that probably, you know, scopes out the area. But for the most part, I don't really think they really listen to us. Right.
2: They listen to the Koreans.
3: Were there
1: a lot of people on the server testing? Like Probably Koreans testing it out, right?
3: Maybe. No, there was a few Americans I, I saw. I was dealing with this warrior, then this tamer. But then this tamer left, and it was just me and this warrior, and it was pretty fun. I tried to do this little shimmy, the little strafe, left and right, the iframe dash. Mm. It's just hard, so hard to pull off with this lag. You're right. we are high on that server? hmm Yeah.
1: Well, your feedback is relevant, then. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, most Man, importantly,
0: I- do you believe that secession is going to make McCanns come back? No. <laughs>
3: he, I think he said he didn't. He didn't like it.
0: Yeah, I don't imagine he would.
3: <laughs> I I wanted him to come back because he's usually the guy who does all the homework for us. Like I just look look right, that's, that's <laughs> right. I look over at him and was like, oh okay, well I'll add it to my thanks, bro. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how it usually goes. But he's gone and um I've been like he, he used to be my guy, just uh where I go to and like did you figure out anything? And he he would just tell me these things. And now that he's gone, I had to and sit on my ass for like seven hours to download the global app tester, and figure things out.
1: Dude, I I think he'll be he'll be. T- I have a feeling. I mean, I know he's taking a break. He said right because of real life stuff too. So, I have a feeling though, if he's able to, when it does come out and it's actually like live, he'd be
3: tempted. They always come back. They 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 always come, come back, and, back. And he's
1: <laughs> he's one of those guys too that while everyone says. You know, oh warrior's not good, and this that can't move yada, yada. He's one of those guys that'll be like, "Well, I can make it work though check this out
3: yeah but the the thing is that people don't don't see is that he <laughs> he put a lot of hours in into the class. he can make mm-hmm. it work because he he just puts he goes on like on a he like on a training montage man he just goes beast mode. Yeah, he
1: puts on like Eye of the Tiger. Uh-huh. Just starts practicing his yeah. side scooting timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, so, what do you think, design wise, like visually and how it feels to play? How How is Succession on Warrior?
2: Uh, like the
1: visuals and how it feels, and and also like the C button controls, since that's kind of new.
3: Um, I think it's uh, it'll like the guys who are already used to awakening they won't have a hard time really just learning how to move with uh succession so because it it definitely took me a while because i was uh trying to like i i have a habit of doing spinach slash and doing chopping cake right after because spinach slash is not protected but chopping cake is so there was times where i just kind of like you know i like why, why am i not doing chopping cake what's going on but you can't cancel out of these skills Right, and 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 I feel like if people just just start realizing that and just putting the hours into like learning how when to activate skills, what skills are able to be canceled, and, and all that stuff, I think the the gameplay and the mechanics is going to be a lot smoother. But in the end of the day, awakening is going to be a lot better because we're able to like move in and out, move in and out, corners to corners, like go around the places. We still have solar flare, you know, in our awakening. We still have choppy We have a lot of movement to do but for succession it's it's just for just for uh movement it's pretty linear
1: so what what is that movement because like that extra long leg sprinting thing is that what's the protection on that it's just a front guard okay for the whole thing Mm mm-hmm now, is it is it better than the one currently on live Because doesn't everyone say the current one only has protection for like half the animation?
3: So it's that's just a uh, really uh, like a theory, right? Because I've tested it out when somebody pointed it out because uh, we we don't know if it actually gives because we we thought it gave like a like super armor like at the like the, at the first few steps of the uh, of the animation of charging thirst, right? Because the, I've noticed that in some points where I do engage with Solfire, then I, when I try to get out, I do I swap to pre-awaken and do charging with the rest, but the I like I notice I still get attacked from behind, but I don't get CC, so it's kind of weird, right? Like it's so hard yeah. to base base it off of that because I don't know if I'm getting lucky and not getting CC or if there's actually some sort of protection in that small time frame. But when I when I was uh playing succession and after I got done playing it, moved to the live servers, I, like, I was like, "Why? Where's my other charging thrust, Right? Like, I was gonna, like, I was getting thrown off, like, because I was, already, I was already getting used to like having that little, having those two extra dashes at the end of charging thrust. I, I like it. I like charging thrust a lot. It's really nice. It gets you around places. Yeah, it looks so funny. I just <laughs> like, wish you could you cancel. Like
0: I just wish you could cancel the fucking head animation so cancer if you accidentally hit somebody and you're like, well, looks like I'm dead. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, me too, man. That's like Lunar Dash on Kuno. It's like if they for a second dash across your crosshair, you're fucked. Um, Design wise though, like
3: visually, skills look nice. I love the sound of it.
1: Oh, the sound effects are good?
3: Yeah, I love the sound of it. And the visual, right. visual is all right. I always play with right. effects off, like the effects opacity, like I put it to, to the lowest. But since I wanted to record and make everything look you know, pretty, I turned it all the way up and it was actually pretty good. It looked like I was uh, like remastered effects on normal settings, you know?
1: Right. So I got the impression in your video against Ninja Phoenix, it looked like you do zero
3: damage. This uh, so uh, uh, the thing about that I kind of fucked up because I I had for the most part I had like good gear, right? I didn't have like all pen accessories. He was rocking like full evasion, like he was just playing like an invasion ninja. So there were times where I would be able to do a lot of damage, but then after that little moment I just do zero damage. And there's, and he actually (laughs) told me, like, after I got done recording and we hopped into Discord, he said, "Uh, Did you notice that I was taking off gear and putting it back on? I'm like, What? (laughs) I got so confused. Like, why would you do that? Just have your gear on all the time, man. (laughs) Not everyone's going to think like, like what's going on? Well, that was
1: the thing. You fed fuel to the fire in some sense because people watch that. I know, like I watched it. And I I legit was like, wow, like they got to definitely buff the damage in PvP. Like they do nothing. Uh, and then I was like, is this the only viable combo? Because he can't even kill him with that combo. What's yeah, he album?
3: was he was he was rocking full evasion. But when I got on the global act test server again yesterday, I was actually able to kill like these guys in like one hit, like in one combo. So, right.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, Warriors, like pre Awakened design in general to me, has always been really boring. It's like the standard, like Warrior from every game kind of design, mm-hmm. you know, sword shield with sparks. It's like, eh. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I saw some of the videos, especially the Star's End one um, that was up, the Star's End grinding one, I was like, dude, these skills actually look, even for Warrior, they look really cool.
0: Yeah. I like the animation for uh, Pulverize, the pre Awakened Pulverize. Yeah, it it looks pretty neat.
3: I wish they didn't, you know, take out the front guard because I'm already used to, like, having front guard on, like, Pulver right?
0: Yeah, all right.
2: <laughs> so
3: what is
1: the what are the rules with Succession? So when you have the Succession tree, if you put a single point, you basically can't put a point in your Awakening and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And with the Absolute skills, like, if it's the same name skill, you can't use the Absolute version from Pre-Awakening? No, you cannot. But you can use. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know the warrior tree as well. But like, let's just say there's a, a skill in the warrior tree that's not in the succession list. You can still use that.
3: A pre skill? skill. Are you not able to use any of your pre We're able to use our absolute pre-awakening, like shield charge, but we can't use shield strike. Absolute.
1: Right. But shield is shield strike in succession. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. OK, so you, you can use the ones that are non-successful. Mm-hmm. So like for Ranger, for instance, I didn't see Call from Sky in the succession. So I imagine they can still use it, yep. though. For they can. Awakening. OK, OK, cool. And you can still use revamp yeah. skills. Yeah,
3: That's you
1: not can still use skills. Nice. Well, fuck, I don't know. You got anything to add, Rosler, any questions about success?
0: Uh... Um, no, not particularly. I'm excited for you. It.
1: You said earlier, Vangers, that you think Warriors grind is not good. Do you think this will help their grind in high-end spots?
3: Yeah. all, I, I, don't all I have to do is just spam scars and spinning slash. From, from the looks of it, I, <laughs> I personally didn't test out the PV, so we'll, I'll, I can't really tell you that right now. But from what right. Sethian told me, or you know what he said on stream, he said that it's pretty much the same. But as you can see like succession is like you just press one button and you do a lot of damage right as with um like like uh, awakening like a, awakening warrior our biggest burst is uh spinning slash cancel like back attack damage so we uh okay. were in order to compete with succession, we had to like like time like time this uh right. as with succession you just do spinning slash and it does a lot of damage plus the range is the the area of uh, spinning slash is, is a lot bigger than the normal spinning slash. Right.
1: Well, I, guess that, I guess that's that for succession. Um, Let's do... Let me pull this up. Let me do some some of these guest questions. Um, For anyone who hasn't seen it before, it's a new thing we're trying to do. If we know who's going to come on the show, we're going to spam you guys, Um, put a notification in the value pack discord so if you have any questions for an upcoming guest
2: you can ask there so let's see here um hold on right. guest questions we
1: have um oh Nayashi asked and i think a lot of people are kind of uh, curious
3: shit. Here was we it, go again. It yeah, ad? it
1: was Nayashi. <laughs> yeah, uh, What do you think of Hole's video? So Hole, aka Deletion Warrior from back in the day who quit playing BDO, he put up a video <laughs> about the Warrior succession. <laughs> and like the, the little clip that's on there too is like the lady that's on the ground with the Warrior logo, and it says, I've fallen and I can't get up. So yeah, what do you think of Hole's
3: video? <laughs> I, I watched it, all of it, every single part, every second, everything. um well it didn't really help the fact that you know but a lot of people hate us right like we're probably like the like the second most hated class sork being the first right warriors yeah what do you mean most hated class what we are in what sense because lsa they they just won't forget about it right
0: Uh, (laughs) lingering super armor
1: Yeah, I guess. Okay.
0: There is an air of truth to that. I still like when I can when I complain about like warrior, the first thing anybody ever says is, Well, I mean, you had lingering super armor for how long? And I'm like, dude, that's been gone for how long? (laughs) Like, what do you mean? It's still
1: lingering. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: still lingering, dude. People can't get over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, fuck. Just as a quick aside, I, I and I've said this before, as painful as the warrior lingering essay was the valkyries was way way worse dude because <laughs> <laughs> no. warrior at the time did not have two self-heals a ranged cc a bunch of range ccs and vacuum and the damage output like Val could actually just kill you in like one or two skills whereas warrior had to do a whole combo
3: and and the thing is like i hate it when valk's like when we, when I do all the Val back in the day is like, oh dude, your your cause is so stronger. And and I asked him like, how is it so strong? Oh, your grab is like longer than mine. I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, T Rex arms. That's what they had back then. Yeah, uh,
3: Val's movement too
1: was but, nutty. Yeah,
3: it was uh, it was it was like fighting us, but like on steroids, in my opinion, right? Because they were just yeah. like going like zoom, like zooming around the place, like cutting corners and everything, and it was just so hard to catch them. Even without back
1: then, Valk was warrior with Musa's dash, wizard's heals, and PA, and then the damage of a ninja.
3: <laughs> yeah, but somehow we're like, you know, we're not the only class that has lingering super armor. What about Valks? Why can't you guys hate Valks? Right? Yeah. They were on the same boat. Uh,
1: so, all right. So, warriors are hated. So, uh, you guys and Sork, so what whole, whole didn't help or what? Or did help. Or he hates warriors.
3: <laughs> uh he Warrior. hates he hates warriors. I think he doesn't ha- he I, I don't know. I can't speak for this man. He hates how the class is now for sure. He hates the dev community and what he did to the class. I think the video didn't help at all cuz we were already under fire like how dare you complain? You got succession before us like, you know, all that shit, right? <laughs> like be, yeah. be grateful and like yeah. but it it, it was definitely um a, a, a eventful day when he dropped it because Reddit was like everybody was talking on his post, right? There was copy pasta being thrown out everywhere. My name got dropped in that copy pasta. I think you've seen it before. Um, it for for the most part, I, I can understand where Hole is coming from, uh, but I don't completely agree with what everything he said, right? Because in my video, I said you know it's not this is not set in stone every some things are gonna change and we me. hopefully we might get buff soon and what do you know this week we got these nice buffs we got an iframe that's pretty big you know but it's we won't know if it's good until it goes to the live servers, and we'll be able to really test it out without having 200 ping right yeah when do you think we're gonna get it um i don't i don't know i really don't know Probably after the after the c content drops, or something like that, I don't know, didn't they say that uh they weren't completely done or weren't ready to release it to the live service
1: I've heard yeah I'm pretty sure it's not done yeah um uh ITEXALL says is succession the revival the game needs right
2: now, and is warrior succession actually good um
3: hmm it's it's solid it's it's all it's pretty solid so far um uh, i don't think it's something worth getting back into it's really up to you at the at the end of the day
2: um
1: uh tim allen said he's a witch why would you ask him warrior questions? <laughs> not wrong uh let's see do 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 Um. Oh. Uh. Pistol Pete says, "Why do you think there, are, there are a handful or so of warriors that perform really well in large scale, and then the rest are pretty mediocre and complain that?" Uh,
3: oh. So, like I said, um, the, the people that perform well in uh in node wars or large scales, right? They. Like I, I noticed like some of these warriors, right? That perform well, like um, like T Bear, Onyx, Ace, Sphero. Uh, who else? I know I'm missing some. I've been out of the. Comp- uh,
1: I know one. George, backwards three from BR.
3: Yeah. So these guys, people just don't know that these guys put the hours into into this game to make it work, right? It's not like these guys woke up in the next day; they're able to perform really well. These guys are able to pick and choose their fights, and from my experience, when I frag out, it's like any other classes, right? You see an opportunity, they're balled up. You go in, you pop E, and you 100 them, and you get some kills. So you do that every five minutes, and you're going to at least be top five or top ten for sure.
0: I find like, it funny that you list Sphero as one of the people doing well in large scale, because so I think if you ask Sphero, he's like, "Fuck, it's miserable. God damn it, I hate this shit." Oh <laughs> like, really? It's it's I,
3: definitely like we definitely have to do a lot more than what other classes do right so our best is like mystics good if that makes any sense right like we yeah in order to compete we have to like absolutely play with our hearts out
0: i mean correct uh- me if i'm wrong frosty but i think whenever we had sphero on the podcast he was saying that large scale is like not not good yeah <laughs> he, was, was he had a lot he, of complaints
1: <laughs> he was saying that he felt warrior if i remember correctly was overall really good but that in large scale was shit
3: I
0: mean
2: it's
3: it's any it's it's any other classes, right? If you look at Musa's right, they just go in 100 percent and I kind of see the same way as Warriors, right? They so go you're in saying 100-
0: Warriors a Flex class.
3: It's a flanker for sure.
2: Flex class. Yeah. It's
3: um <sighs> Like, they... Yeah, the
1: problem because I... the
2: problem with it being a full
1: flex is you can't really defend yourself against a good ninja or sork, right? right? With all of this lag
3: going on, FPS dropping, and also, yeah.
0: and and also, I mean, we pointed this out earlier. Warrior doesn't really have a way to get out. You know, yeah. it's all in. Yeah, once you go in, you're basically they can get in pretty easily. It's the getting out that they're not particularly good <laughs> at, which is kind of required to be a good flex class, at least in my opinion. I
3: feel like, in my eyes, if you're able to get, like, five kills and you die, then that's good. You've done your job as a a flanker, flex squad, whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, you guys are going to be able to, now that the little boot, scoot, and boogie has an iframe, you can scoot, hold your block, scoot, hold your block, and eventually you'll be out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 But also, that's actually, it raises a good question. Do you think Secession Warrior will still be a flanker? Or will it be with the DP buff, right? Where your shield gets hit and it gives you a lot more DR per hit. Is that going to turn it That's into so a frontline cool. class?
3: See, if they keep adding more buffs like that, if they want, like the whole community wants us to be a frontliners, right? So you gotta they got to perfectly balance the way our shield works, right? So when we're in our shield stance, <clears throat> sorry. Like, it's it's good that we got that buff, right? But we also need something that'll mitigate range damage, so what they could probably do is also buff buff the shield stacking a little bit higher, and also include like, range uh, damage decrease upon hit until like, what, like, water 10 or so. And like, you know how we do that little stagger a- animation when we get out of, um, when our shield gets blown up? I feel like like, hopefully, I don't get like flamed too hard. I feel like that should be like some sort of sort of invulnerability. Like we what? Okay, no, because because we're we're stuck in there, right? I know,
1: but that's the point of it. That's the whole point. All right, look, I'm with you in that, like, something should be done to make the block more valuable or or last longer or something. But the whole point of, like, trying to break a block is to get that stagger animation. Because you're not the only class that gets that. Every class, when your block is broken, you get the stagger. But that's what it is. It's like, I mean, now it's like a weird thing. No, it's not as bad. It, it is. is. It's just that your block, you're not relying on your, it, it. It's the same exact stagger on every fucking It is moment. not.
0: It, it's, yes, it is.
3: <laughs>
1: no, it, it's just you guys use your block. More. As like, someone that's who's
0: played using. four <laughs> classes with blocks, I can assure you Warrior is the worst.
1: You're not getting your block broken as often. I guarantee it. Dude, the stagger on the Warrior is the same as every other class. You're crazy. No,
0: ours is like, It's at
1: least remotely the, close. But the listen. thing is, the point, stagger has a point. Like, it's there for a reason. So, so, like, I would rather it be harder to break your block than you're invulnerable. Like, the goal is to break the block, so why would you ever want to break someone's block? It doesn't make any so sense if you I,
0: I think right now, like, with the state of AP and how the block currently functions, I hate the stagger. I, I hate it so I, much. I, I hate it too. If they make the block more powerful and more valuable, then I completely understand. Like, you burn your way through this block. You deserve to have an opening to CC somebody. But right now, blocks get broken in two skills. Like, what? What? Like, why should I be staggered for you using well, two skills? That makes absolutely no sense when I have nothing else to defend myself with.
1: I mean, I, I'm with you guys. In the, I mean, I like what they did on the, on the global lab with the <laughs> DP thing, and if that helps the block, that's cool. But it, also, there's still an element of people are pushing 285, 290 DP and not getting, or AP and not getting the DP equivalent. Because I don't think Zethian's block is breaking in one skill. No, he's not. He's
3: he's like the 1% warrior that just...
1: Right. So, like, it's a weird thing. Because then, like, let's say they do make it so someone with 301 DP, it takes like a full combo to break their block. What happens when they're 360 DP? It just never, ever okay, breaks. Okay, but are we scaling
0: so, around one man, or are we scaling around a <laughs> majority of the player base, Frosty? You need to pick yeah.
3: one.
1: <laughs> well, a majority of the player base is starting to build DP.
0: Yeah, but, but they're not, still not anywhere near Zethian. No, but they will
1: soon. So what, they're all just... We're going to balance based on XD something that's going to... Like, when Wait, gonna,
0: why would they... <laughs> Wait,
1: you, so you balance around something that's inevitably gonna happen and then what rebalance it later? Like that
3: doesn't make any sense.
0: Why don't they like, just put a cap on it?
3: I feel like that's how <laughs> I feel like that's how it works, right? You balance it out for the moment, right? For a good month, so everybody can enjoy the class, right? <laughs> and okay. then you then you nerf it later. But I feel like the invincibility when you get staggered is a bit too much, right? So I feel like like, after you, your block gets blown up, I feel like we should s- s- sort of get, like, some sort of, like, like, movement speed buff, like, of 10% or 5% just for, like, two seconds just to get the hell out of there, right? Then... Uh,
1: I I think if your block breaks, it should be like you walked over a stun trap and you're stuck for 10
3: seconds. Why do you Sorry. hate warriors? Why do you hate <laughs> warriors <laughs> It shouldn't be that bad. That's, that's a little bit... Strange. No, I'm,
1: I'm kidding. I, I don't know. I don't know... I mean, the stagger thing, it's weird, right? Because, like, I agree with you, Razzler. Like, it was... Hey, the thing was is... I mean, the stagger actually wasn't even good back then because the problem was you got it was staggered. Super armor. Right? And was <laughs> to be, Yeah, it was super armor because of your block. So I was supposed to be able to CC you during that stagger, but right. I still couldn't. And now it's like, you know, you get punished so hard. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, there should be, like, some middle ground. I don't know about... I mean, I don't know if maybe just a way to—I don't. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? Because it's almost like you're getting rewarded for just basically holding your block forever. No, just make and, it
0: be. Just make it be when it blocks, it's broken. You can't use it anymore until it jumps back up to like let's say like thirty percent or something. And that way, it basically—that's that's not it, a bad idea. It yeah. forces one of two things: either you're going to do nothing and get cc'd, or three things: you're going to do nothing and get cc'd you're going to use an unprotected ability and get cc'd or it's going to force you to burn a protected ability just to stay up like those are the three things that it's going to make you do which in any way you look at it it's still a punishment but it's not a fucking death sentence like it is now
1: well what happens with your frontal guard skills
0: uh we can't we
1: can activate it
0: just just make it to where it's not frontal guard (laughs) It's unprotected.
1: So it's just unprotected movement. I mean, I'd be cool with that. I almost feel, though, like, if that happened, you guys would be running into more issues, not less. I don't know.
0: Like because then
1: you're going to be... I I don't know. I mean, it. I don't know. It, it depends. Because someone also has to react to your stagger unless you're, like, sitting in a ball. Because yeah. that would
0: also give... That would also... I don't know. I,
1: I mean, I, I still just think at the end of the day, it'd be easiest to just make it harder to get to the point where you're even staggered. You know, like, make the block powerful enough yeah
0: and enough i agree to, and that's powerful, why i'm saying if you don't get to if this- they make the block actually like really good then i'm 100 percent on board like have it make a a stagger whenever it breaks because if you have to actually dedicate resources and time and like effort into breaking the block you should get a reward for it my issue is everybody's running around with fucking 285 ap and blocks break in one second so it's like you didn't fucking do anything <laughs> to earn this free CC on me. All I did was block for one ability, and now I'm stunned and dead. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you, you guys gotta get your DP up, <laughs> to
0: it's, e- it's not even that, that. Tell that to my 0 and 30-something pen attempts, Frosty. Thanks.
1: Dude, uh, you know I have, I have a lot of AP. I'm not breaking anyone's block in one. Even at 291, I'm pretty I'm sure when I'm pretty
0: going. sure when you were when we were fighting the other day, you literally brought my block down to like 20 percent with one ability, one serpent. Yeah, but
1: you're you're wearing dim magical armor. What? <laughs> Accuracy quest item, dude. <laughs> Put on boss gear.
0: Also, I don't appreciate that you keep saying you guys. Okay, I'm a zirker. Thanks.
1: You're you're a witch. I am a Zerker, sir. <laughs> You're both would. Are you actually not on
0: your I am a now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god. You're worse than me, dude. I'm still on ninja. I'm going two weeks. I'm almost two weeks. I'm week-
0: super excited for Secession, and I am going to play Secession Warrior when it comes out, because I'm very, very excited for it. But current warrior is literally cancer. I cannot stand it. There's too much desync in this game for me to give five shits about fucking 1v1s, which, in my opinion, is the only thing Warrior's really good at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I can't give a shit about the only thing Warrior's good at, then why the fuck am I playing this class?
2: Right. Well, I
1: I hope for your sake that... They show the Zerker succession before Warriors actually live, so that way, if you really like it, you can hold off until Zerker. I comes really
0: out. don't expect me to enjoy Zerker's succession. I love the Zerker awakening. I I love it with a burning passion.
3: The reason I yeah. ever well, picked you're... Zerker
0: in the first place was because I saw the awakening video and I was like, "Holy shit! I want to play that now." Right.
1: Well, you get you're gonna the succession. You get two awakening skills, so you guys only have two good awakening skills. Let's be honest. So maybe it'll.
0: I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna do that with Zerker though. Like, what are they gonna give it that's not attached to the cannon?
1: I'm almost sure you're gonna give. It's gonna have devastation. I'm like positive it, because probably... you're like pu- punching the.
0: The two things that I'm expecting it to get, I'm expecting it to get devastation, and I'm expecting it to get. Uh, um... Titan Step. I think that's gonna be the two things that they give it.
2: Titan
0: Step step is the uh kick that you do in Awakening. It's extremely underused by Zerkers. People don't realize how broken it is.
1: It's that dash forward kick that like looks BM. Yeah,
0: you do a little you can either do a knee kick or a drop kick if you hold shift, basically. And I think it's gonna do that. And I know that (sighs) there's already a kick in the pre-awakening, but the pre-awakening kick is dog shit, and the kick in awakening is actually good.
1: But the warrior ones, Bangert, are solar flare and you said pulver. Mm-hmm. Like those are pretty signature skills for warrior, yeah. right? So like,
3: well, I, don't know I would if they'll I, give
0: it the kick. I've, I, mm, I don't know. I would probably I wouldn't, be, be. I wouldn't
3: say polarize is our polarize.
0: Polarize <laughs> is kind of a tier two or maybe yeah. even tier three skill.
3: Yeah, but our our <laughs> okay. signature is solar flare and reckless.
0: Yeah, solar flare right, is the big right. one. But, like, here's here's the bigger thing. Like, what else are they going to give it? They can't give it uh, Blasting, really, because that's an explosion from the cannon. They can't give it Titan Blow. That's an explosion from the cannon. They can't give it Flame Buster. That's a shot from the cannon. Maybe Ground Lifting? Like, I guess they could do Ground Lifting. I don't think that...
1: Yeah, they can do Ground Lifting. Ground Lifting could be kind of cool. I almost feel like they could do Ancient Wave, too, and just make it more like dirt.
0: Okay. yeah you just throw your axe
1: there's like... <laughs> <laughs> a wave of actions come out
0: I no i i have a Dude, feeling...
1: wouldn't it wouldn't it be funny though they give you flame buster but it's like you're just shooting axes
0: <laughs> i actually the more the more i think about this the more i think it actually is going to be ground lifting it's probably going to be devastation and ground lifting i bet it's going to be Devastation and ground yeah, lifting. But here's the other thing that I was sitting here considering the other day. What are they going to make that's protected in this pre-awakening tree? It, like, spin? Are they going to make spin protected so that everybody's just spinning everywhere in large scale? Like
1: Hell yeah. Don't... Everyone wants to go win barb in this game. <laughs> dude,
0: I just don't know what they're going to do in this pre-awakening. Because Warrior pre-awakening has a couple of abilities that... Uh, I don't know. They just kind of make sense to be protected, right? Like scars of dusk, and like uh, as as far as uh attacking, right? Like an ability that you use for damage. Zerger doesn't really have anything like that in their pre awakening that I can think of, anyway. Like they have beastly wind slash, which is not like a uh It's a combo ability. They have fierce strike, which is a combo ability. They have frenzy destroyer, which is a combo ability. <laughs> Like all of these attacks that aren't protected, but I don't know. I just don't know what they're gonna do, but I don't I kind of have a feeling it's gonna be a little underwhelming, but who knows, maybe they prove me wrong. Oh,
1: you're just like the warrior discord dude. Look <laughs> no, I
0: I'm, I'm nice. like, fuck for Warrior God Secession, damn.
2: dude.
0: I'm like the <laughs> only person on planet earth that is actually looking forward to Warrior Secession, apparently. Like I am so hyped. I'm like in between, like I'll I'll see it really.
1: So the only the only Discord more sad than the Warrior Discord after Succession is the Ranger Discord after.
3: Succession. <laughs> what are they saying in there? So,
1: dude, all right. First of all, they're not able to move. That's what they say. They they can't move at all. They say all of our super armor is gone. We have no protection. Um. Our damage is good, but it's still split damage, so it's not really going to be good. Also, we did a lot of damage. We didn't need damage. So all this does is make us worse. That's the Ranger Succession in a nutshell. Now, it does look really fucking cool, though, like the animations, because everything is green. So they made shotgun green and like all of the pre-awakened skills that same green theme. And then their two awakened skills are uh, nature's tremble and regeneration, which Both are dagger skills, but you you just use the offhand. So instead of the Camus Sylvan swords, you use the dagger and slam the ground or punch the ground or whatever, which is kind of cool. But yeah, it's more like they didn't give it. As far as I know, they didn't give it any new movement at all. So like the warrior got the two extra dashes and now that I frame on the scoop. But right now, currently the the ranger lost its awaken dash and didn't get anything to kind of make up for it.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty surprising. I was kind of expecting them to give uh, the ranger awaken dash in the pre awakening.
1: Yeah. So um that obviously needs to be looked at their movement, but outside of that, I mean, I don't know. It kind of seems, it kind of seems a little bit cool. They also don't have as many protected CCs, although I know, that's such a weird thing too, because you could justify it if the Archer didn't have a bunch of them, but the Archer has a bunch of protected CCs, so I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh,
0: I still think I I, I don't know. I still think one of their biggest mistakes was just, like, balancing out the Awakening to be like you either have have a CC or you have a protection. And then it came time to do pre-awakenings and they were like, eh, nah. Like what? Like what? Why? What was the purpose of this in the first place? Then I don't get it. Like if you're not gonna do it across the board, why even do it at all? You only did it for you know half of the classes kits. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I mean, I think there's like things to be excited about, and especially since you mentioned that DP change when you get hit, Vanguard. It's like that. I don't know, man. I'm stuck on that. I think that's really fucking cool that they did that. That's something I, I thought there's no way in all they would do something like entirely new like that. So I think that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I like that um, too. So that has me a little bit excited for what they'll end up doing to Ranger. I, I'm still kind of interested for myself in how Ranger ends up because I, I think the Ranger could be kind of fun to play, but I don't know. It's still, like these first three classes, they're doing the ranger, warrior, and Valk are like the least interesting to me.
2: Um, did you watch any of it either of you guys? No. The ranger stuff.
1: I did. Oh no, I,
3: actually, I did. I've seen a couple of rangers just like dish out of skills, and I was just completely getting shot. the the The, the uh, skill where they do a big AOE, not the where they th- throw arrows in the sky, you know that Mm -hmm, skill i feel like that skill is really good it looks really cool and i feel like they can do a lot with that in the uh when they see the main ball clashing with the other main ball
1: yeah the new one looks did you see that one yeah the new
0: new,
3: um
1: yeah dude that one like i love the new animation man it looks it reminds me of Terra. i thought
0: it was super interesting how they decided to change it from like because regular Descending Current, right, is kind of like this super widespread giant AoE, but almost randomly like hits people in a way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird how it functions. And then they changed it to a much more traditional, like you shoot in this very specific area, and it's just a layer of arrows that you're not going to be able to escape unless you iframe. Yeah. It's going to make sieging Node War bases a lot easier,
3: I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting, though. I mean, to your point, Rez, we'll see if uh, you, I end up being completely wrong on this, but every ranger is saying that it looks like it'll be good for node and Siege, but for PvE and PvE, or 1v1, it seems like it's going to be...
0: Yeah, it seems like it has, it, at least from what I saw, it like it has a, a bit of a wind-up to it, so I don't know how useful it's going to be in 1v1. Maybe it's like a finisher, like you have someone on the ground, you're like, oh, I just need to you know, do something to finish them. It's uh, your flashy finisher. But uh, for Siege, like, I think it's funny because the first thing I thought about when I thought about what this ability would be like in Siege, it's literally going to be like the old-timey, like, Rangers, fire! And then everybody shoots at the same <sighs> time to try and burst the people on the walls, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, everybody target there, shooting three. Two, one, go! and then They're all going to shoot and try and kill a couple people on top of the walls, you know?
2: What's the
1: range on it? Anyone know? Because in all the demo things I saw, they shot it like right in yeah, front of them. Yeah, that's
0: what
3: I saw too. I don't know. Yep. Same. I don't really know. That's going to be sad
1: if like the range is literally <laughs> <It's funny laughs> nothing. So what,
0: What you said the classes are boring, Frosty. What classes are you looking forward to for this session?
1: I mean, obviously Sork is a big one since I've played Sork for so long. I'm really curious. I don't know if I'd be interested in it, but I'm really, really curious what they're gonna do with Tamer because Tamer's pre awakening has the pet, so it's pretty unique. Um, and then I don't just Ninja and Kuno. Like, what are they gonna do to Ninja and Kuno's pre awakening since it's already so fucking good? Especially Ninja. Ninja's pre awakening is yeah. So I just can't even imagine. I also I I just I'm so I want to write down a list of skills I think they're going to put for the two awakening skills for each class and just see how close I am cuz like for ninja I think if ninjas could choose they'd probably choose like silent charge and serpent ascension but they'll probably end up getting drastic measure and katana shower, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh so who knows? I don't know. Uh, yeah, just those those three are the ones I play mostly. Kuno and and Sork I play the most, so kind of mostly interested in those. But Mystic too, like, because Mystic's pre awakening right now is super boring, and the fact that they made they made Rangers pre awakening all green theme, I'm kind of hoping if the Mystic they make it blue or water, I think would be kind of neat. If they make the whole thing that yellow boring punches where it's like literally the particle effects are just dust, then I'm out. That's not fun. I need some water. I need the water. Mechanics.
0: Where's Hydro, homies?
3: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Are there any other ones you're looking forward to, vanguards?,
3: uh, I want to see what they do with Striker. Yeah, Striker. Be- Dude, Wizard and
1: Witch too, because that like Wizard Witch pre-awakening has some cool stuff already too.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see like cuz here's the thing right if we go by my theory there's plenty of classes that uh like it doesn't apply to right so it's like zerker mm-hmm. is one of those right like zerker doesn't particularly struggle in large scale nor do they particularly struggle in 1v1 like they're a very solid class overall same thing with like archer right so that theory doesn't really come out well for classes like that wizard and witch and also it doesn't come out well to classes like wizard and witch that are so dominant in large scale that if you also made them like a 1v1 base like that just that wouldn't make sense like the class in both awakening and pre-awakening is designed to be a large scale god right so All it's right. like why would you make this class good at 1v1 that just doesn't make any sense so it's going to be interesting to see what they kind of decide to go with honestly I wouldn't be surprised to see them try and change things to be more like if you want to dive, you pick Awakening. If you want to stay back and be a caster, you do Secession. Like, I have a feeling that's what they're going to be.
1: Wouldn't it be funny, though, if uh, the Wizard and Witch ends up being the opposite of the Warrior and they just have a shitload of cancels and become gods in 1v1
3: with succession? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll, we'll see, man. I'm really, I'm really hoping what they what they do with uh, Witch, because I'm I'm liking Witch right now. I'm not doing a full re-roll of Witch, but uh for the most part, I've been leveling up, and it's really easy to pick up.
0: What are they gonna do with Shy? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit!
1: It's boomerang. It's just gonna be PvP damage.
0: <laughs> They give a PvP spec for Shy, dude. Everybody re-rolls.
1: <laughs> well, Shy kind of already... Well, I guess not. I don't know. Yeah, Shy... Maybe they won't touch Shy. It might be the one.
0: Yeah, Shy might not get a succession. It wouldn't surprise me, considering, technically speaking, it doesn't have an Awakening, either. Right. Everybody um, calls it the Awakening, because we're all lazy, and don't care to call it by what it actually is, but...
1: <laughs> it's... It's... What is it? Newly learned talents or something. What do they call it? Oh, yeah, it's I
0: believe. Talents. Yeah, talent. But nobody fucking calls it that.
1: <laughs> right. Um, All right. Let's move on. Yeah, Rangers, like, I don't know. Ranger definitely needs some changes for where it currently is. So we'll see. Hang on tight, Rangers. They're going to make it good. I feel it. Deep in my heart. They remembered you existed, at least, and gave you a succession. You got to be happy.
0: All yeah, right. Do DKs next.
1: <laughs> DK, yeah, DK is another interesting one. Maybe DK will have all the cancels. <laughs> um, all right, so let's just talk about some general crap. Uh, Hazra, I want to talk about Hazra because um, so it actually came out in Korea. Uh, we're getting it October. I think the date is the fifth or the eighth, whatever that that week is. The patch day that that week, we're getting it the new Hazard grind spot. It's basically Histria. We talked about it a little bit before when it first was shown so off. So two weeks, two weeks from last Wednesday, I
0: think,
1: yeah. It, yeah. Um, It's basically Histria with a little bit less AP requirement. So I think they're like slightly easier history mobs. They dropped Tungrat Earrings. I don't think they drop any shards of any type. They dropped the new Precision Crystals and Forbidden Books since it's the Mediah region. Um, And now they added a new mechanic that wasn't originally in it when they first showed it off, where every once in a while, almost like a an elite spawn, like an event will start where you have to kill a pack of mobs. And when you do, then another pack of mobs spawns.
0: So this is all kill time, that, right?
1: Yeah, it's all time. So it happens like every once in a while. And you have to kill these pack of mobs in a certain amount of time, or they either disappear or despawn or some shit. Um, I might be a little bit wrong on this, but the general idea is you kill one, Uh, within a certain time, the next pack spawns, you kill that within a certain amount of time, then a latent spawns. And when you kill the latent, if you kill it in the allotted time, you get a guaranteed latent (laughs) power stone drop. So, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curious. The biggest thing for me is how the fuck that's going to affect the market. But also that my five Elton rotation is going to be completely wide open for the next few months. I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and yeah, I saw, you...
0: I saw in the comments of one video that I was watching, uh, the guy said that he thought it was about every 40 minutes or so. Right. It yeah. like, well, that is insane. every 40
1: minutes, a latent per hour, basically.
0: If you have enough AP to clear the challenge or whatever you want to call it yeah do we know right. and this if is it's... this is this is also assuming by the way that you're also not in a gvg <laughs> while it's going on
3: <laughs> right that's the thing I, I wonder if uh like if it spawns like you spawn it and the enemy gill can kill it and steal your yeah loot. i wonder if you i think
1: do it, i think it just spawns automatically I almost feeling... like the uh the stars and mobs do
0: yeah
1: you know the stars and mm-hmm. elites I think it spawns like that, but my question is does it spawn in every rotation or is it only one rotation?
0: I have a feeling we're about to see Gatekeepers V2.
3: (laughs) Right. It's going to be fun, though. Like, there's going to be a lot of GVGs.
0: yeah, for all those people yeah. that missed out on gatekeepers, you're about to get to experience it.
3: <laughs> those were the days, man, just hunting down mana, or mana hunting down a lot of players trying to do gatekeepers because that was the number one way to make money, one of the fastest and quickest ways back in the day.
0: And, yeah, of course, it's not only going to be that, it's also going to be friggin', uh big and shiny on his, like, 27 alts on every channel looking for the, the spawn, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, that actually—I mean, that's cool. I love that they're doing these weird new mechanics with some of the grind spots.
0: I do too. It makes the grind spots more, uh, like feel different from each other. It's not just the same AI with like the same model, just in at a different size or something. You know,
1: different color. We just need different color, not even different size.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, um. That's why I was kind of disappointed with Shara Khan because it was like, it looked pretty cool at first, but then I was like, wait, these are literally just like Zerker, Warrior, and Striker player models with the same AI. I like that.
1: I thought that was kind of cool. But it's just, I don't know. I I actually thought that was cool. In essence,
0: except for the nighttime, which is, I like the nighttime. That was a cool thing that they have. But like, in essence, it's the exact same shit. It's the same AI, the same dumb AI, as you like to put it. You know, they just kinda of run at you. So it's kinda of like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well it's a hack and slash dude. It's so what it is. This? All right. So move. wait, oh I lost my list. Uh Has Wait, are you guys gonna be where do you grind Vanguard? It's usually I
3: when you just star zone is usually convenient for me because if anybody's in meditation, I just kick them out. Right so you're on our should mm-hmm. history is i think i think overall history is a lot better because of how often you get bmc's and scrolls and the trash lead is basically the same it's just getting to you know getting to the place is such a hassle you do, you could like you know call your friend if he has a summon and he can just well, summon you in there
0: i had but, a i had another point to bring up as well about the hazard spot i know we're talking about latent's but I mean, having another spot that drops tongue grad earrings and it being a lower AP spot, that's going to mean quite a bit for tongue grad earrings as well, probably.
2: Yeah.
1: We won't get accessory boxes. I mean, as room. long
0: as it's actually decent to grind there, we're probably going to see a lot of people there.
1: Yeah. But the thing is why I don't think, well, it depends how much lower it is. The mobs look easier than history, but I don't know how much easier. So I guess that depends. Because if it opens up a door for more players to grind it, then yeah, we'll it might affect the market quite a bit. But if it's just redistributing people from um, history and Aukman to there, then it's just going to be the same.
0: Right. The idea would be to make it a lower a a, a lower tier history, right, for lower geared players. So it's like right. if you're this higher geared player, you still want to go to Histria because you have the gear to make it there. But if you don't, well, we have mini mini Histria over here. You know, you still get a chance at sunbright earrings. It's very similar mobs. So. In theory,
1: but then the latent thing happened. Now everyone's going to be there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So new events next, I guess, next week. So again, in this weird press release, I don't know why they they do this like once a year. We're just randomly every other website that's not BDO related gets a list of things that's upcoming to BDO. Like they send a PR package to them, but don't announce anything to us, which is odd to me. Um, so these sites were like talking about all the stuff coming next week. We're going to get a bunch of grinding events that gives the XP and so on and so forth, as well as the Manos is going to finally be out. Um, but we're going to get fortune pouches again. <laughs> and, uh, for anyone who remembers Fortune Pouches, it's a fish botter basically the greatest thing to ever happen to fish spotters in the history of fish botting.
3: Yeah. So
1: that's gonna be fun. Aren't
0: those I'm pretty sure they're already out. What? The,
3: the pouches?
2: No, no, the pouches are
1: not out. You get them you get 'em them. they're a random Golden. drop from grinding.
0: Oh, okay. This must be a, the cash shop equivalent then.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Golden think so. pouch of
0: fortune?
1: Yeah, no, it's, that's different. No, the fortune pouches are the those boxes. You can get them from grinding, fishing, or gathering. Um, there's like a blue and a gold version. The blue one, you have a chance to get a sharp, hard armor, weapon, stone, ancient spear dust. I think in Korea, they added uh, black gems, the new enhancement mat for... Life skill stuff. So that'll be in there as well. Um, Cron stones and Valk's cries. And then you basically get one of those items every time. Uh, And then if you get a gold one, you get like a random assortment of like five of the item in one go, which is kind of cool. So yeah, it's going to be crazy because I remember last time when we had it, like, you get a lot from gathering and from grinding, and then when I would go like AFK fish for an eight-hour workday, come home, I would have like six of them.
3: Yeah, that's still really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was freaking nutty. It was like, wait, I was everyone was getting so much like stone dust and uh, sharps and hards from it. So, plus we're gonna get sharps and hards every day for a while. I, yeah, we're gonna the market's gonna be in a weird place for enhancement mats for a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Where are you grinding? Are we going to pirates? We should all go to pirates, dude. Pirates on our show. For fortune pouch.
3: I'll probably stick at Zen
0: by the cliff. No.
1: Dude. I'm back
0: on Actually, I'm back on Zerker, so you already know where it is.
1: Oh yeah, you're gonna be at uh I already know Wandering Rogues, dude. Yep,
0: yeah, Then Sixty mil an hour, easy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh Actually I remember last year when I was grinding Histria, it you still got a lot of fortune pouches even in history. So I guess they're never gonna give us a, a legitimate Cafr Stone event, so fortune pouches is
0: Pirates actually probably isn't a bad idea, actually. If you're playing specifically for the event. Yeah, I don't know what you make there anymore. Probably not good, but <laughs> if you're playing specifically for the event, it's probably a pretty good spot.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna miss the altar blood event. Have you guys been playing altar since the event's been? No, I haven't even done the quest to get inside. I have to do it so I can get the stack. What? Go do it.
1: Yeah. yeah, get the dude. It's so easy right now. Do it real quick. Honestly, I mean, you get the you get actually a pretty good amount of stuff. You get like gold bar like for finishing it your first time. You get like 50 caffres. You get the hundred stack. I think you get maybe a 50 stack. I can't remember. And then you get like gold bars and. Some Kron stones, maybe. Holy shit! But it's good, and it's really, really easy now too. Like it's actually. Oh, that's good. We have a guy in our guild that's run like forty times, like 45 50 some odd runs. He's gotten he got a pen heave and two try
3: boss box. <laughs> it's Don't fucking crazy. Don't you get like this chance of getting pen gear or something like that? Like a
1: yeah, oh, yeah. He got a pen. He got a pen green box and opened it up, and it was a heave. No way. Yeah, no joke. He got a even. He just sold that shit straight up for four.
3: Holy shit. Yeah.
1: That's like yeah, you super can also, Sam, lucky, though. And that is pretty lucky. But Sammy, Sammy's done like six or seven runs. And he got a, a, a tri-boss box and got a griffin helm out of it. Which is kind of cool. So, yeah, it's kind of cool to do. Even if you don't get drops. Because they doubled the kaffir stones you get. And they doubled the gold bar drops, so you get a lot of silver just for doing it in general.
3: I'll definitely try it out. I have to, and uh... it's kind of fun, yeah, if
1: you've never if you've never done it, it's pretty fun, like the first time first couple of times through, man, That's the thing that was missing from it is the rewards, honestly. I was sitting there thinking like, yeah, it's not replayable, and then like you make the rewards good, and everyone's in there, and I'm like. Well, it could be replayable if you just don't make the reward. It's shit. It's kind of funny how that dictates.
2: Well,
0: because it's about time investment, right? Like, I only have, you know, three hours a day to play this game. How can I best spend this three hours to progress through it? And people don't want to do something that's. Battle arena. Yeah, right. People don't want to spend it on something that's not, you know, going to help them out as much as possible. So. Min yeah. max.
1: So. So one thing I forgot to get to with you, Vanguard, you were in BSL. You've been in a bunch of tournaments since like the inception of you playing this game. Yeah. Right. Like, I remember seeing your name kind of a lot. But in BSL, you won one of the two v twos with Ninja mm-hmm. Phoenix. Do I yeah. have that right? And yeah. you also got to like the round of eight a couple times. Or do I? What were your results in the four? Like the so there were twelve weeks: four one v ones, four two v twos, four three v threes. Where how far did you get in like all of them?
3: Well, I, guess. I think for for the most part, because it was kind of laggy, right? Mm-hmm. For, okay. for 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 the one v ones, I got pretty close. I like for the, the the very first tournament, I almost I almost won. Well, I lost in the semifinals against Inflict, and he uh, it was a really close match. Like I was like down to two, so he only needed one more win to secure the final spot and uh i brought it back evenly then we we clashed like some dragon ball c type fight <laughs> it was pretty cool <laughs> and uh we uh like it, like it was so everybody like my hp was low his hp was low everybody's v's was popped it was just so freaking manga s and at the at the moment when i got him really low out of his v he uh, he uh he disengaged like really far across the map and he his q buff actually got up at the last second and that's what killed me and made me lose the uh fight i could have i could have played a lot uh passive because my e-bub was up but i just i was just so into it like i just wanted him dead so i can just go go, get into the final because he was like the the last like the last threat for me right okay and but eventually (laughs) you know he won and it was still a good fight and i i don't i don't think i won a single 1v1 i got like third or second place for the most part but for the 2v2 with ninja phoenix we won against uh, Hands and nayashi in a uh, 2v2 oh, right. and we won that one and we got pretty hyped yeah well that's cool were
1: you in the 3v3s at
3: all or no, no. oh yeah we were we were actually we were our third was Rehi, who was a Sork in Tonation. Uh, we 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 didn't get as far as we as what we wanted to, but we still had fun at the end. Well, you're lucky
1: in that first one V or two V two that you didn't have to face Rezar and I because we would have destroyed
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Everybody was I, like uh... hungry for us. Everybody <laughs> wanted to get a chance to fight us.
1: I had to I had to fire Roslar as my teammate. Oh no. He, he kept trying to tell me that Zerkers don't do any damage. Is that true?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, he did. You're like, dude, I I am sitting here watching Z- I was like, dude, how are these people not dying in your full combo? Because I'm watching every other Zerker just fucking destroys people. And he was like, I don't know. Try <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we suck we sucked in that. Um yeah. All right. So, uh moving on, we're probably going to do comments. I guess that that's about everything that we have uh as far as warrior and and that sort of stuff and uh we you were going to stick around to comments or are you going to uh, head out? No. Okay. Um so where can people find you? Where are uh where are places that people can find your YouTube or your Twitch? Do you stream? Where
3: where can So, people- I don't really stream that much. I stream like randomly throughout the whole week. Uh, you can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash C Recon. And for uh, for YouTube, you can just type in BDO bangers and it's usually the first the first uh, the first video and you'll find me there. All
1: right. You can oh shit, dude. You got me a tongue growing neck with your your luck. Thanks, Hell man. Yeah. Um <laughs> are you uh do you when you're on testing The global lab stuff? Are you generally streaming during that or you're just recording and then putting it up later?
3: Uh, The second one. I'm like recording things. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Only putting up the low lights to make Warrior look bad. Mm hmm. That's the plan.
3: Give us more buffs. We need it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and are we fighting you tonight in Siege? Where are you placed? <laughs> oh shit!
3: That's a uh, hold on. I gotta see.
1: Uh... <laughs> it's not time. You can't say, dude. You can't say for thirty more minutes. Yeah, so. we'll see them. We'll right. see. We'll see. Well, if we if we ever drop out of Siege, I'll uh I'll come work with you guys. It'd be fun. Anyway, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna PM you. Maybe because we usually put these up, we'll have this shit uploaded tomorrow, or whatever. But I would like if you can find some time tomorrow. I'll try to one v one you a little bit and record it, and we can have that playing in the background for part of the video.
3: Okay, sure.
1: If you're up for it. Uh,
3: yeah, I th- I think I'll because my yeah my car is broken and I gotta look into that, but I'll try to f- right. free up my schedule.
1: All right, cool. Make sure you guys subscribe to his Twitch so you can pay for his car, right? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. God damn.
3: <laughs> pay for his car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: yeah, I guess that's it. You have anything to add, address?
0: Uh, I'm being griefed by a whole guild right now, so I'm a little busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh we'll we'll add your your stream and your YouTube channel links in the description as well. So, cool. Yeah, check out Bangers. Thank you so much for coming on,
3: man. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Of course, man. Have a good day. You too, man. Better
0: man. Peace.
3: All right. And there
2: he goes.
1: You
0: might have to read the comments. Re- I'm a little busy at the moment. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay. It's really cool that he um, is putting in the time to do the uh, practice that shit on Global Lab. Because one of my problems with Global Lab is that there's no benefit to being there. Yeah. You know, you feel like you're wasting your time when you could just be grinding or doing something useful in game.
0: Well, and so. the, the tests the tests that you can run on Global Labs are so limited in scope, right? It's like basically the only thing you can test is like one v one, and just check to see how much damage the abilities do against one person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: like, it's not like there's RBFs running on Global Lab where you can go see how this performs in in a group. You know.
2: <laughs> right.
1: All right. Let's see. Um, episode thirty-three was the one,
0: right? Uh I believe so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Sort by newest first, right? You go that way. Yep.
2: Okay. So, um, let's see. I'll just put this on the screen. And fuck it. Okay, so
1: you mean to die. God, you meant to die. says, good podcast. People were like, three-hour podcast win. You guys were like, probably it won't happen again. Then exactly the next day, almost three-hour tier list. Uh, technical stuff, maybe it's because I'm really used to your old voices. I listened to some episodes several times because video grinding, but I noticed a huge difference in quality. Are you guys compressing while recording? How big were the files before without compressing? I remember playing with the EQ and the voice attack in episode 14 with Layton. The file was around 260 megabytes as .mp3 and 230 megabyte as a RAR file. Um, so generally we were using compression. Here's, basically the bottom line for how we were doing it we us and the guests would all record our voices separately we'd put it all together um but prior to putting it together we would add a noise gate add compression and do edits to take out any extra clicks and yada yada yada, which there were sometimes if we did a really good job and it came out well it sounded really really professional and awesome And then there were other times where it still didn't sound that great. But also, we put in so many hours of extra time doing the editing and cutting and making sure it lined up properly and this and that. So we've been trying to find an alternative. And our first time doing it was when we did when we recorded Etsu. How did we do that one, Rez?
0: Uh, When we recorded Etsu? Yeah. We did it all separate.
1: Yeah, we used we used uh Rezlar's recording. No, 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 with Etsu. Oh yeah, um, we did. Yeah. Etsu we did. You're right. Etsu, we had some audio issues. I I don't it was that one was rough. I don't know. Um but on the tier list, Rezlar recorded on his end. No, I recorded on my end. You recorded the video, I recorded the audio. And right. that's what we're doing this time as well. So the quality probably is taking a bit of a dip, but Hopefully, it's still good enough that you guys can listen to it and it doesn't bother you and because it just saves us so much time. It's way, way, way easier this way for us. So we're just recording. I'm recording locally through Discord, everything that comes through Discord. So um, yeah, might sound a little bit worse. So I apologize for that. But hopefully, everyone sounds clear enough that you can hear them and the levels are even. I try to do my best. So um, Luke Assis says, great podcast, guys. Keep it up. Love listening during my commute. Also want to share with you that I got a pen Leighton last night on a 210 stack, but rip gear. Before... Oh, no. Did you just hear that, Rebs? <laughs> oh, no, dude.
0: All right.
1: He sent, he sent a picture of the before and after. So I'm going to pull this out. This will be on the recording. So before, with his Tet Leighton, he was 278, 281, 317 on a striker. Dang, he's got some sick gear. I don't know
2: why. Let's see what he blew up. There. All right. So here's the after. The after he is 245, 248,
1: 254, but he's got a pen Layton. He still has a Tet Black Star and a pen Dandy. So, dude, but he lost. All right, do you think this is worth res? He lost two Tet Narcs and two Tet Tungrad Rings, and what was that? A Tet Volterra Belt. Yeah, and a Tet Volterra Belt
0: definitely not worth
1: pen <laughs> Layton I mean like yeah that's gonna be hard to get two t- tongue guard rings so that was literally the last thing you hit and it went huh that's fucking crazy well good the luck game to you and like, and back.
0: the game was like how can we make him spend the most amount of money in this game but still like make him want to keep playing mm-hmm. oh I know <laughs>
1: Yeah, Lucas C, my question for you is if that pin latent failed, are you still playing this game? All right, right, uh, 07, a delayed idea to nerf grabs. If you get grabbed, you can activate a block that blocks one damage or very, very little, and the CC that comes with it, of course. So you know, so if you know your matchup and the combos of the class you are fighting, you can activate your block at the right time to deny your opponent the follow-up CC. That method would help players know their matchup. Could probably block down, smashes too. Does not punish gear-carried uh, gear monkeys too much because they kill without a follow-up CC anyway. Then you can block while downed. Mechanic was already on Arsha in Korea before the CC changes happened. They would just have to change it a little. Um. So the mechanic wasn't there to block grabs. The mechanic actually didn't block grabs, but it did block damage. Um. I'm not a fan of blocking grabs in any way. Uh, I, I've been going back and forth with a few people on our on the Value Pack Discord about this. I think that you now granted there's desync, and if we're gonna say that there's a really bad issue and grabs are desynky, then I think the problem that needs to be addressed is desync and try to mitigate it as best as possible, whether that means improve the servers, get new servers, centralize the servers, whatever. All of the above, do that. Blocking a grab is uh I mean, you can play around a grab, like you, you can, and, and people do. And the thing is, is grab is has a lot lower effect in large scale. So you're really adding this mechanic basically for 1v1s. And I don't know. I just don't. What do you think, Rose, about the idea of a a button you can use to block a grab?
0: Um, I don't know. I'm not particularly against it, as long as it's got a pretty long cooldown. Um, one second. My basic thought is this, like, yeah, it's, like, annoying to deal with or whatever, like, grabs as a non-grab class, but I feel like the classes that don't have grabs have plenty of things, uh, plenty of tools at their disposal to, like, not get grabbed, be it, like, movement protections, etc. Um, That being said, I I wouldn't be opposed to some sort of grapple break or, like, a CC break in general I don't think would be a bad thing, honestly. If you could just say, like, in the middle of a CC, like, no, I don't want to be CC'd, and it's on, like, a a five-minute cooldown. Again, we used to have it. It was called V uh, before they fucking ruined V and made it basically useless at this point, in all honesty. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not particularly against it, as long as it's well balanced, but I don't know. This is also coming from a person who's most of the time has been spent on a grab, or, or on a class with multiple grabs. So it's like, oh, you broke my grab. Congratulations, now you're grabbed again. Like, right. To a Zerker, that doesn't mean a lot.
1: <laughs> I I just, like, even splitting my time back and forth between... Grab class, non grab class. I just have never, grabs have never bothered me. I've never sat there and be like, ah, you just grabbed. Oh, all you did is grab her. Oh, he gets me so easy because all he has to do is grab. Like, I've never really felt like that. Even on Mystic, where like a ninja could just block jump, grab me, you could always like play around it somehow if you just practice. So I, I just don't, I don't like the idea too much. I think block's not that hard to deal with, or grab's not that hard to deal with to begin with. So uh, that's yeah. just me personally.
0: I mean, it's definitely, you can work around it, right? Like I said, I feel like every non-grab class has tools at their disposal to avoid being grabbed one way or the other, some better than others. But uh, I do understand that it's just a bit of a pain in the ass. And grabs are, with the exception of when desync happens, grabs are pretty absolute. As long as the player is relatively competent and has decent gear, like you don't outgear them like shit. Uh, a grab usually is death, basically. So, I get it. Yeah. Um,
1: Said said Zujaj, Waj, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's in crazy letters. He says, warrior slash valk after block give longer animation with super armor or something. So, one verse one, it was not OP. I don't know what he means by that.
0: I don't know either. I mean, granted, um, I'm PvPing while I'm re- listening to this, but I can't decode what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it has something to do with you'd prefer Warrior and Valk block to have super armor, maybe for an extra second, keep it lingering or something. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure. Or give it lingering, but make the block animation longer. I'm not too sure. Um, Kelly, is there- Zergby says I don't mind that statement of warrior valks being able to withstand punishment while blocking but that means that for my class moose's and any other classes that don't have protected grab should get one just because I think that's a fair trade. Um I mean it depends on how much punishment you're withstanding right like I I see what you mean why you'd want to grab if they're just sitting there and they could block forever, but if their blocks are stronger but you can still get through it, then I don't think you need a grab. Um some frankenstein says consistent 2 hours. Woo.
0: Also do people not Thank realize you. that like classes like warrior and valk like outside of their block, they're relatively unprotected for the most part. Like I don't know. I can't say much about Valk, but I think it's in a similar position where they're a very combo heavy class that doesn't really have too many protections like put in there.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna say this. If if grab is an actual issue, if people really think it's an issue, then I think the solution would to just be increase instead of giving it a CC break or any of that stuff, just make all grabs have a longer base cooldown. So it's easier to keep track of, and you know kind of when it's up and when you have to play around it. Because, like, if every grab had, let's just say, for example, a 22-second cooldown, then you have 22 seconds where they don't have a grab and you don't have to deal with it. So as long as you dodge the one grab, you're fine, right?
0: Oh, so Zerker's fine. 22-second cooldown.
1: Well, Zerker would be an (laughs) exception, right? Because you have multiple, but at least with Zerker, you have, like, but if all four of your grabs were a twenty-two second cooldown, and you had to play around it. I think it'd still be somewhat viable in one v one. I mean, I think the they might lowest
0: have... the lowest is thirteen.
1: Yeah, so zerkers are already kind of. But the thing is, is like some of them. I mean, like lawn grab or mystic grab are like nine seconds or seven or something. It's yeah. Anyway, um. Clayton Semper or Semper says, What blue doesn't realize is that you can use WoW gold to pay for carries in top level raids and get geared. It is pay to win. Fair point. Fair point. I was I was trying to get more information from people that played uh WoW a lot. And I, I've come to the conclusion that basically if you loved WoW, it's not pay to win. If you don't love WoW, it's <laughs> um sell i ali says so how do i refund all my money when pa banned me i invested like thirty five hundred dollars and after two years banned can you help me out i need good reason for a refund i can't tell yeah, if he's being sarcastic
0: I don't
1: know. Uh... no idea you're gonna have to contact paypal your your local paypal representative
0: <laughs> yeah i really don't know i know uh I've heard of people getting refunds in the past specifically people getting refunds and then their accounts getting banned for it. I don't know about accounts being already banned and getting refunds, but yeah, I I can't, we can't help you brother. Sorry.
1: Dozier games says these retards arguing about hidden stats on helm. Did they forget that they normalized stats on green items to compete with boss gear? Yes back then it was better to have boss gear and now it's not jokes on no jokes on you dozier games they actually buffed boss helmets all right and made them better like a year and a half ago all right marshall Kier. yikes marshall cure says yeah. i mean none of the green items outside of the helm slot compete with boss gear yeah in any way shape or form so i i don't know even what. but also
0: concerned. like also the everything except for the helm slot well, I guess maybe the chest as well, but, like, especially the boots and the gloves. Boots and the gloves boss gear is very specific in what it gives. Like, hmm, you get yeah. the bags for the accuracy, not the DP. You get the Uragons for the DR, you know? Like, these are very specific right. things. And then you get to, like, Gaiath and Griffin, like... Yeah, Gath gives more health or it gives health and then Griffin gives more DR and then a little bit of resistance. But at the end of the day, like those dis- those differences rather are relatively negligible unless you're specifically looking for those stats. Um, kind of a similar thing with the chest slot, except for uh, Red Nose is garbage. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Marshall Cure, it wasn't that big a deal. We were arguing about how close it were. Yeah, we were so. honestly
0: just kind of fucking. I,
1: like it's not. Resar is a retard. Resar is a retard, though. I agree. Marshall Cure <laughs> says, "Hey, great podcast, awesome guests. I'm glad we have people in the community willing to take risks to make a game, make the game a better place for us all. It just sucks Blue had to get banned from it. Yeah, I agree. But he broke the terms of serv- the terms of service. So fuck you, Blue. All right." <laughs> <laughs> just kidding no, it does suck, and the problem with it too that that bothers me so much is that they were hiding the stats and they changed the stats. so it's like one of those things where not to get political, but just as an example it's it's a similar argument people make with marijuana, right? Where it's like you have people in jail because they were smoking or selling marijuana in small amounts, and now it's completely legal, and they're still in jail. so you gotta like, what do you do with that? Like poor blue. Like reveal the hidden stats. I mean, it's not exactly the same analogy, but it's it's similar, it has it has aspects to it. But yeah, yeah. It, it sucks he got banned. He's a good guy, he's been super helpful in the community. He's also like, is he not one of the nicest people ever? Like I've ever talked to, Goddamn.
0: Yeah, he's like, like number yeah. two right behind Nayashi.
1: Yeah, he's a super nice guy. I had um, to
0: work, I had to work in Nayashi somewhere in this podcast. I'm going for a streak of how many podcasts I can talk about. Nayashi. <laughs>
2: yeah, Nayashi.
1: <dude. laughs> greatest ninja and i just i just uh, ni-
0: realized like in the tier list where i think i also talked about Nayashi, i'm 90 percent sure i was like i'm pretty sure i've talked about Nayashi in every video we've done since we had him on like <laughs> i think <laughs> i might i think i might be in love with the guy i'm not sure i'm trying to figure yeah. it out
2: <laughs> you're,
1: you're a fanboy for sure uh ni tn says who's Ninja dat that is my ninja. I'm grinding I was grinding polyforest in this video. I think on this episode, um, I'm gonna have a, hopefully a little bit of 1v1 with Vanguertz and then me mostly really slow grinding history because I'm trying to focus on the conversation. But I did get a tongue red neck and a black shard during the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. Good stuff. I'm really bad at history on ninjas. Still, I'm still trying to figure it out. I still need skill points and, also, and everything. Look so yeah, at how I'm learning fat it. I'm a No, I made him skinny. <laughs> I, he's skinny currently. Yeah, I got to go back to the fat one though. It intimidates people. And uh, noisy says 121 blue said the max amount of crystals you can lose is one, and I know for a fact that's wrong. I've lost four crystals at a time before. I've had two break at the time at the same time on multiple occasions really cool blue blue responded and said i mentioned i think the max may have been one the sheet shows it's different based on your karma i believe it is a content option sheet if you want to look for it and see for yourself i didn't pay too much attention to the table when i skimmed over it on stream
0: most likely it's some uh something that was probably never implemented it is something that was put in and then was just yeah. never like like look at it as like they set up like this, uh, they set up like this light switch to this light source, and then they got the light ready to go, and then they just never switched it on. They were like, ah, actually, in hindsight, we don't want the light on, so they just kind of left it there.
1: And Noisy also says, at one fifteen, there is a limit on how many costumes you can sell in the market per week. By the way, that's true. Although the limit is very high, and yeah, it's... it increases with family fame. It used to be yeah. really low, but it's pretty high now. It used to be um, what five? It used to be five, and now I'm pretty sure like most people can sell twenty-five.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and Noisy also adds, is this West Coast background gameplay? It's definitely low ping because the East Coast Ninja doesn't flow that well. It's like, uh that, that's just my APM, dude. I'm just God tiered Sphere. No, it is West Coast. I live in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, he's he's next to, has- to the server. That's why he doesn't understand the plight of people yeah. like myself.
1: Right. I mean, sometimes when I'm in a 1v1 that I actually care about, I'll actually drive to the server and move the ninja with my hands. (laughs) Uh, Like it's like a little puppet on a string. I see the ninja in there and I control, like in uh, the Matrix. I'm just, or no, no, no. uh, What's that? Minority Report. I'm just throwing the ninja's arms and movements around. Uh, Spiro says, Blue, good episode. Big fan. Thanks, Spiro, for listening still. Uh, And Noisy says, gem stats are still hidden. uh, Still hidden stats as well, like... Your shown accuracy doesn't include... I. Yeah, that's true. I wish they were. Now she says, always raging, lol. BDO Blue says, update thirty thirty. We talked about my gear on original count, and I went back and looked at the PM I had back then for my gear, and it was actually Tet Armor Weapons, used kudam one Tet Crescent, Tri-Cadri, Tri-Centaur, Tri-Ogre, tri So he was around 210, 212, 330 when he dueled me. I think that's still a pretty fair fight, because I'm pretty sure... At that time, I was probably like 240 AP with Nuver and 294 DP. So with your higher DP, I probably did a little damage to you. Because I also couldn't kill you in one combo. So I anyway, think it was fair. You can find all the excuses you want, Blue, but you got clapped. Uh, <laughs> European <laughs> or Empyrean yeah, Dreamers. Yeah, but...
0: so, I mean, I technically did speaking. Yeah, I did.
1: Uh, Empyrean Dreamer says, I don't know if WoW still has non-equipped raid drops, but it did in Legion, and that meant you could sell game time and use the gold to buy mythic raid gear without stepping foot into content or grinding for the gold. I'd argue that's more pay to win than BDO because it costs a lot less to buy power. It was especially bad in Legion because there was a point where mythic PVE gear scaled so hard that it allowed you to completely crush players who had PVP gear in open world and take next to no damage from them. Also." Buying from a gold seller is not the same as buying from the developer. Metric 181 replies and says each raid tier drops maybe one to two slots max for that are BOE. So it's not really a thing when you have 14 gear slots. Also, the people farming the content can sell those BOE for in-game gold and purchase other items on the auction house. Unlike BDO, where the pearl shop items are produced via swiping. Uh, this is also how guilds fund their raid members with potions and food for raids. WoW is not pay to win. If I drop 10k on a game, I'm going to be in a worse spot than Random Joe who spent an afternoon doing dungeons. I've played on and off since BC and I've never had to drop any money outside of the monthly sub, which I stopped doing as soon as the in-game option came in. In BDO, I can just continue to swipe, get a bunch of silver, buy the best gear in the game from the MP. You also need to buy pets, inventory slots, wait, Etc., just to get a passing mark for PVE grinding content, so you can do the PVP content.
0: Um, so this is a battle between someone who likes Wow and someone who doesn't exactly, <laughs> this is <what> I'm saying. <laughs> but they so both like, play it.
1: <laughs> I, I like to because I've seen, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I'm not gonna take sides because I, I don't know Wow enough, but I do love the idea that one person says, Well, you could do this to get ahead, and back then people were like crushing other people even with the pve gear and then the other guy says well if you do that you're worse off not better than someone just doing dungeons so i have no idea
0: who knows i i do like though the uh line that the i don't remember which one of them dropped it but one of them dropped the line that uh buying in-game like money from a gold seller is different than buying it from the developer mm -hmm. that is so true like that that is I don't understand why people act like that's the same thing. It's not. It's it's very different. Maybe not yeah. technically, but at least like as a player base, like the respect that you have for your company. Like if you say like, yeah, we're trying our best, but it's hard because there's just no way to really like completely shut out gold selling really. Like if you think about it, there's just not, but we're trying our best. Then it's like, I can respect that, but you know, a company that is just selling out to try and make as much profits as possible. I'm I'll still play your game if it's a good game. Like I said, I'm not a puritanical person. I don't give a shit. If I like it, then I'll play it. But I definitely am not gonna have as much respect for you. Eh. So
1: I, I don't I I also lose respect if you're not gonna do much to get rid of gold selling. Because here's the thing. Uh there are some games. And I think BDO is a good example of this. Not saying it doesn't exist, but not to the extent it does in other games. Not even close. Like gold selling and exterior ways of like getting shit is actually like pretty difficult in BDO, and also risky as fuck. So right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not giving someone complete respect because they don't want to fix a problem that I do think is fixable. If they actually stop and think about it, they could change stuff and and mitigate it if they wanted to.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is if you're trying to solve the problem, then I'll, you know, respect, I give you respect. But if you're not trying to solve the problem or worse, you are the problem, then, yeah, I like I lose respect for you as a a company, honestly,
3: because at that point, it
0: shows it just shows me that you don't really care that much.
1: Yeah, I have. I mean, I don't like pay to win, man. Like, I mean, all the stuff that got added to the game, like melting costumes and stuff. I, I'm with everyone. I, I wish they weren't in the game. I really, really do. I just don't. I don't like. I mean, I'm like half and half on it, right? Like, I'm annoyed that it's there, but I understand why it's there. Like, the thing is, is everyone wants to compare it to WoW too because of wow's lack of pay to win but unfortunately no other company has the luxury of having 25 million people subscribing for 15 dollars a month for 10 years like that that's just not realistic yeah so they try to do anything they can to make as much money as they can and we do hate it and it's toxic and it doesn't look good but as long as the game is still playable and i feel like i can still compete somewhat without having to buy stuff then i'm okay with it and I, I do think in BDO you can still play and get somewhere with spending minimal amounts of money. I don't oh, think yeah. you have, I Absolutely. don't think you have to spend money. And like I mean Reslar doesn't really grind, but if you did grind like your gear is relatively competitive and you don't pay to win. So
0: yeah, I just or At least that uh, I know. Yeah, mostly reroll coupons and costumes. So
1: <laughs> costume melting um
0: no cost, costume <laughs> wearing i put on a costume <laughs> i dye it and then i take it off and don't touch it again for like three years but uh <laughs> i i actually yeah. uh i think that video fucked up honestly in terms of their monetization uh i mean the obvious answer is don't go buy to play go subscribe to play because that brings you in constant revenue. I know it's the quote-unquote unpopular choice, but if you want longevity in your game, it has to be like the most obvious answer is to be subscribed to play, right? This is why Eve has been around for so long. This is why World of Warcraft has been around for so long. This is why like the premium RuneScape thing was like so, uh, you know, people didn't like it, but it made them a lot of money because people wanted to subscribe to like play the premium shit. Um so obviously not wrong
1: but you're comparing it to like all right first of all runescape and and wow player base like that model brings in way more money and even eve had so many players like think about the beginning of BDO. so if you have 900 people playing that are paying 15 bucks a month that is not the same as 900 people that drop whatever the game costs at the beginning 60 bucks and then buy 100 bucks worth of pets and then also pay $15 for a, a value pack. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but A, the value pack wasn't around back then, and B, I don't have an issue with the price of pets, personally. I know a lot of people do, but I really don't. I think it's... Pets, to me, is literally what people can... What what anti... Uh, what anti... I don't know. I don't know what to describe them as. Anti-pay-to-winners? Anti the the, the pay-to-conveniencers? I don't know what to call them. The people who claim that everything that's pay-to-win in BDO is actually pay-to-convenience, like, there's very few things in this game that I would say are what I would label as pure pay-to-convenience, and pets are one of them, honestly. Like, yeah, you can just pick up all the loot, and, you know, it's a pain in the ass, and it's going to result in less money, but you can do it. Like, that is pay-to-convenience for me, you know? I don't have a problem with that. where you start dipping into pay to win is like oh now I can just make money by spending real life money you know by selling right. costumes like that is just that's not pay to convenience that's yeah. just pay to win dude
1: <laughs> yep for sure I just, yeah. I mean, I've had this argument a million times. I just think, like, there's nothing in BDO to win, unfortunately. There's no ladder. There's no leaderboard. There's no esports scene. There's nothing to win. You, you're you 99% of the game you're playing by yourself. Yeah. So it's basically pay to make yourself feel better, and then 99% of the time you're alone. But
0: here's here's what I was going to say. You You didn't let me finish what I was going to yeah. say the the okay. obvious answer is well they should have gone subscribe to play instead of buy to play because that brings in constant money but mm-hmm. i think the better answer to solve the money crisis that apparently bdo was in that they needed to make it pay to win why not just focus on cosmetics like yeah not, no i agree why not like dude league of legends has like a million people on their cosmetic team. They are putting out, like, five skins a week. You want to know why? It's because the game is free to play. They make literally no money from people playing it, so they have to put out as many interesting and cool skins as possible. And they do. And people buy them because they are good skins. So, like, your costumes are $30. They're already overpriced to shit, and yet everybody has one. Why would you not focus on making more like really cool and interesting costumes to keep selling to more and more players? You know, like I just think yeah. like why? Like I don't get it, and especially lately, like once we caught up to Korea, the amount of costumes that were caught up or were released, like that come out, it's it's next to nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. All they do, yeah, all they no, do I was
0: re-release old ones. Like
1: I think. It- I think they would make, first of all, if they had interesting costumes for everyone put out regularly, and if they, I'm telling you, they would make a fucking killing. If A, they released a a gender swap coupon for every class, they would make so much money. If you could just swap genders one time with the coupon, and then you had to buy the coupon again if you want to swap back, people would be doing that shit all the time. And another one, if they added skill effect color change coupons, people would be wasting so much money on that shit because you'd play like a Sork would switch to blue. I, I'm telling you exactly what I would do. I would switch to blue. And after four weeks, I'd be like, dude, I really want to, I really want my Sork to be red. I'm paying to switch. That shit would make, make them so much money that plus releasing good costumes regularly. I know. I yeah, agree. like imagine, All right, do, I gotta move imagine
0: how much money they would make if they released one costume a week. Like they they rotated right. through all the classes, so like they release a warrior costume, the next patch they released a sorceress costume, the next patch they release a Zirker costume, the next patch they release yeah. Like you see, like how dude, like if those costumes are actually halfway decent, which most of the costumes in BDO are at least decent, I don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of them that I would say are like terrible. So it's like, can you just imagine how much money they would make if they actually focused on that?
1: Right. All right, got to go start getting ready to proceed. So I'm going to power through these last three. Uh, Todd Thorson, tamers were very good when we could void travel, void lightning with you, always where you went, not having to cast it, preemptively casting it, making sure you could safely pressure an opponent since void would go off as soon as you stopped uh, and started doing other skills. Good time. Smiley face. I actually don't remember that, but I don't remember. I'd have to see a video how that worked. Yeah. Um, Ezra EB says, he got banned. What the fuck, White Knight? How do you feel? Defend your lord and save your PA. He broke the terms of service, dude. Ezra EB also says, (laughs) Rezlar argues for the sake of arguing. Sometimes he has a point. Sometimes you two argue at parallels. And sometimes he argues boss pieces aren't that much better than green. And he does a face with steam coming out of the noses. (laughs) I agree. Uh, Ambitious Panda says, Archer is the best class nerds wrong. Um, and that does it for our comments. I hope I didn't miss anybody. I don't think I did. I opened all the view replies that I saw. So yeah, I think we're good. If I did miss you, I apologize. All right, do not forget to leave a comment on the video coming up. Vanguard was super awesome today, so say something nice about him. Uh, if you have any questions, we always read them on the show, everything you ask. Just try to keep it a little bit concise if you can, just to save us a little bit of time. Um, Make sure you like the the YouTube video. Make sure you share the YouTube video in your guild's Discords in uh in game, game chat, Discord, whatever, yada yada yada. Just get it get out there word of mouth. We rely on you guys to share it. Um so yeah, if you have any problems or questions for the next time, let us know. We're excited yeah. to hear it.
0: And uh join the Discord. I don't know if you I don't think you said that. Did you I that?
1: did not say that. Yeah, join the Discord. Join Do the, you want to talk with us? This, I, is coming I,
0: out, this is coming out hopefully on a monday which means uh on a monday morning which means around ish 24 hours ago from when you're hearing this we just had a community night morning thing so you just missed that why because you're not in the discord so make sure you join it we're still doing that yep. right <laughs> yes
1: community night uh that's uh tomorrow the, the-
0: yeah, tomorrow, which yeah, so, is before
1: yeah, this comes out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you won't hear it in time. Uh, yeah, and then tonight, I'm going to try to do after sieges. Basically, every week after siege, I'll, I'll put out a, a post in value pack. I'll, it'll be a little while after siege, but I'll do um, a king of the hill, and I'll, I'll stream during it Yep. Um, with people that want to PvP and fight in and BA. Um, we- yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Thanks again, Vanguards, for coming on.
0: Join the Discord, check out the tier list that we just did, watch the whole thing before you judge us harshly for our opinions. And I think that's everything. Have a good one, guys.